Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Live from a hollowed-out mineral mine deep in the bowels of the planet Zanak, we present a wheezing, groaning sound, reputedly the only Doctor Who podcast available by three naughty boys who never tidied up their zero rooms. And it's part (laughs) two of our Key to Time specials, so we three pointless companions need a doctor to help us navigate through the pirate planet. And we have found a doctor. Our guest is none other than comedian, actor, writer, open brackets, he only bloody writes EastEnders, close bracket, a man who I once had the pleasure of scaring daily during an Edinburgh run backstage using my hand as an alien, it's none other than Mr. Mr. Johnny Camden. Hello, Johnny. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> I've actually, I'd actually forgot that weird thing you used to do at your hand. And um, yeah, that that's was the best bit me. of doing that Edinburgh show, wasn't it? We would sit <laughs> backstage. Really we would sit backstage and I would place my hand very gently on Johnny's leg. Like it was the, um, the, uh, the face hugger from Alien. <laughs> yeah. and, and it would gently wander around. And if Johnny panicked or made any sudden moves, it would leap at his face and he'd scream. Yeah. <laughs> Which wow. I did quite a lot. Yeah, was, <laughs> Those long common... winter nights must have flown by. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a long Edinburgh run. So yes. <laughs> it was about now, week three, so we were probably just like alcohol and everything yeah. was scary. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> now, before we get into the telly and before you start to navigate us through um, Pirate Planet, um, we always ask our guest, Johnny, what got you into who? Because I know for a copper bottom fat that you are dotty about Doctor uh-huh. Who. You are the sort yeah. of man I'd imagine who would spend his last tenner on a novelty pair of adipose oven gloves rather than feed your family. <laughs> can, can you get them? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, no, no, walk away. <laughs> I am, um, I, uh, do you know what? It, the thing is, I, uh, yeah, I do. I adore Doctor Who. But the thing is, um, I was in my flat one day in London when I lived in London and the phone rang and it was a number I didn't recognise and it was a man called Toby Haydock who I know did this oh, the last oh, one last week mm. right yeah what well, basically um he <laughs> and he was like he because i everybody on the circuit when we we're doing stand-up knew i liked dr who and they said oh have you met toby haydock and i hadn't uh, toby mm. and they said the same to him so he rang me and within about five minutes i think he knew that yet again nobody knew as much about dr who as he did like i mean yeah. I, I do i, uh, I it's in my blood dr who i love it mm. but toby is absolutely carved out of Doctor Who so I won't be doing anything that he did where he goes oh and this actor was in that because I haven't a clue but um, right. <laughs> but, I, but no I do I adore it but, um, and but, what, but what, what yeah it? what really got you into it Can, what, do you have like a sort of proper memory of like the first time that it grabbed you I'll tell you the, the blue yeah. holes and you were hooked 
Well, the first time I remember running out of the room at the end of um, the end of Destiny of the Daleks Part Two when Davros's right. hand starts to move underneath the cobwebs. I fucking mm-hmm. lost it and ran out of the room. Um, I was like five or four then. Uh, mm-hmm. But it the first thing that made me just go right. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm going to keep my virginity for an extra ten years and just love <laughs> this. Right. Uh, was Re- Resurrection of the Daleks. Uh, with oh, yeah. Peter Davison. yeah and I was in my house and I was bored shitless and I was reading through the paper to see if there was anything on and the only thing that was on was Doctor Who and I thought oh fucking Doctor Who because I didn't particularly like it I thought I didn't it never grabbed me um, I just knew of it and then I watched Resurrection of the Daleks part one and honestly lost my mind I think it was a combination of being the right age for that sort of violence I thought it was really edgy <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that so um, and I think the next episode was on the following night because of some scheduling thing with the Olympic Winter Olympics so um, yeah I watched the next one the next day and I just like I've never missed it since I adore it I love it so much so I know yeah, yeah you really you do love oh, it so, it's you? an illness isn't it with me Paul but, I mean it yeah. really is an illness with you yeah absolutely I read yeah. somewhere Johnny I don't know if this is true I think it was Mr Toby Hado who said it that you can mm. identify a Doctor Who story from the colour of the opening titles is that correct the colour of them or like, or from like a still of the opening titles, because apparently they all have different like grading and different hues and things like that. Is that no. true or is that nonsense? Okay, I have That's no idea where I got that from. Hang on, I'm just going to ring up the producers of You Bet. Tell him it's off. John's living. He sold his house and we just put all the Oh money. yeah, oh. Cheryl Baker said you could do it, so she's been very disappointed. I was going to keep you in the cage in a truck. Yeah. Oh, Yo, well, Johnny, goes case, on, yes, Johnny goes on the show. Well, you got one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was for the episode called Doctor Who <laughs> you got um, the one in black and white well done that's because I didn't uh, Tom I didn't know what you were going to say and that's the best thing you could have said <laughs> Johnny I've heard you're slightly ill uh, no. I genuinely for some reason when obviously your name has come up quite a lot in sort of you know Doctor Who and, and, and comedy and stuff and what, the thing that's lodged in my head is oh yeah Johnny Cannon he can identify the, a Doctor Who story from a still of the opening titles which you know spoiler alert are all the, basically the same until you get to the title um, mm. yeah. of the episode and I was like well that's an amazing skill I've got to ask him about that but is I think it? it might be impossible. I think it might be physically impossible to be able to do that. So that's fair enough. I think there's, there's probably. I don't think they'd grade everyone differently. Would they? But I mean, no. was, I saw I saw a thing on YouTube recently where a man um, from like the mid nineties could mm. identify. Was it Target books? The covers of Target books. Had he travelled in time? Yeah. <laughs> very slowly forward. Oh, was <laughs> it like bit... tiny details of Target books? It was tell. an inch. It was like any. Oh. They, they, he, if you YouTube that, it's 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 what's that thing that Matthew Kelly did? Um, that's the one, yeah. You was bet. it you bet? Yeah. Well, that's him then. And he uh, but hang Matthew on, Kelly. If, but if that square inch is always the fucking title of the book, attack of the Cybermen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it just says DS of Terror. You like? Is it androids? Of- <laughs> He's very good, this fella. I this don't know how he does brilliant. it. <laughs> God, he's going to get all the ladies with that. But yeah, he yeah. did it. He and there was the three guests. There was a football man and uh, some guy from the bill. They couldn't believe it. They thought it was brilliant. Sneery, <laughs> you know that kind of way. They were kind of going, "Oh, that's brilliant! Well done!" You're like, "Fuck oh, you! What can yeah, you do?" Yeah, come on, guys. So there you go. <laughs> Fuck you, he said. Yeah, <laughs> live on air. You do it. <laughs> Carly sneering at some guy and his Beep. skills. Don't need that. Exactly. Oh, so, well, so look, was, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Shall we? Shall we get into it? First of all, yeah. of course, I've, 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 it is, I'm afraid, obligatory. I've got to tell you what was on television that day. Luckily, well, there weren't 
much on, which is mm. great. Yeah. But is, anyway, is it old, it's, old friend Slim Pickens making a, a reappearance? It's Slim Pickens, <laughs> I'm afraid, for Saturday the 30th of September 1978. Yeah. Ooh. So if you're watching Anti-B, BBC One, it began, and we mentioned this last week, because obviously it's just, it, it, this series is currently running at the same time as Doctor Who with um, Key to Time, so it's mm. now cut and thrust again with David Vine. <laughs> 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 who, of course, is doing an eight-part documentary um, investigating the art of fencing. And this yes. is part five. Choosing your weapon. So, <laughs> I'd imagine it's a sword, it's, isn't it? Probably it's a sword. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he's stretching this series a little bit. I really, really think is. he is. Yeah. Choose your weapon. Well, I'll have the sword. What you have in? I'll have the nuclear bomb. <laughs> it's just it could a... have been a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> then, of course, it was a new series, a brand new series at 9.30 of Multicolored Swap Shop. Hooray. Oh, nice. There's some Excellent. beautiful typos here. I shall read this <laughs> Are you ready? So uh-huh. it's Multicolor Swap Shop. This week we are dealing where... <laughs> are you bursting with news rank? <laughs> yes. Some, something must have happened to you during the summer. <laughs> and finally, John Craven's of the week. Jeez. So that's always good to know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then, of course, it was Grandstand, bloody Grandstand, Grandstand News. And then, Noel Edmonds, back again, back again. Um, he was the king at, of primetime. Yeah, he was at 5.25, Noel Edmonds, with a show called Lucky Numbers. And it just says this, television's first do-it-yourself entertainment. Oh, <laughs> God. What is that? Ranking. <laughs> Join in at home, Johnny. Not only is it just him wanking, it's him wanking for fifty-five minutes, oh. and he still managed to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was killing thousands, wasn't he? Really, yeah, potential babies, or, yeah. or millions, I should say. Anyway, after No Levens, lucky numbers was at twenty past six. Was Doctor Who: The Pirate Planet Part One? Right. Little bit of blurb, little bit of blurb. In the search for the second key to time, the Doctor travels to the planet Calufrax, but they find a completely different planet has taken its place. What? Perfectly serviceable. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. No. Yep. And, and following on, um, brilliant, because just after that was um, All Creatures Great and Small with Peter Davison. Oh, wow. Yeah, how lovely. Oh. Um, there's a nice bit of blurb for this one as well. Mm-hmm. Father Benson's dog has been worrying some sheep. The penalty <laughs> for sheep worrying is death. Whoa. Hmm. They should have a sheepdog trial. (laughs) I mean, does it end with a dog tied to a stick with a blindfold on getting shot? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. And then after that, of course, was Little and Large. I'm Deputy Dog. I'm Deputy Dog. (laughs) Eddie Large would do his hilarious stars starting up their cars, wouldn't he? That was his big thing. So Jimmy Savile's car would go... Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd do Tommy Cooper's. We'd go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, that Lulu's was the act. would go, Way! yeah. Oh Christ! Imagine being in that so- writers' room. <laughs> <laughs> Five past nine in the morning, pub. <laughs> <laughs> and Sid Lil's car starts like this. What do I say, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately reverses into a wall. <laughs> it's got massive bifocal windscreen. Imagine how many anyway. times Eddie hit Sid. <laughs> I imagine he was like one of those, you know those old things you'd see where a man had a freak and he'd take it around the country and hit him. <laughs> <laughs> like or like sort of Barnum of type character. Yeah, put him in the corner while he's, yeah. he goes to a brothel, that sort of thing. And See the worm with hands, that yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> 
pour is it just Sid Little? Only Sid Little's with us still, isn't he? Yeah. We lost, we lost Eddie Large. Eddie Eddie went to COVID like meatloaf. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, is that what killed? Oh, I thought it's funny when you think about Eddie Large because you think he's not going to live to be a ripe old age. He, mm. He's mainly butter and fags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a giant suet ball you give. Yeah. To Imagine if he died like he was walking down a hospital corridor after cheering up some children, mm. slipped on a bit of butter, fell <laughs> down the stairs yeah. with a fag on, yeah. and then into a, a pile of rancid AIDS needles. <laughs> Jesus, that's so specific. Started a I fire. I thought you say fell over and fell on an impaled samosa. Oh, yeah. AIDS needles. Anyway, that was little large. Fell into some AIDS needles, started a fire, and then died of COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all the ironies. And then he, the, the he irony he was died. he was doing his deputy dog impression and, and nobody understood what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. dog. It was a cry for help. He probably yeah. yeah. having a heart attack going, oh yeah, your deputy dog, lovely. Oh, it's Bruce mm. Forsyth starting his car. <laughs> oh, yeah, lovely. Anyway, after Little Large was Starsky and Hutch. Oh, wow. And um, disco mania and disco fever take a deadly twist when the beat changes to a funeral march for some young swingers. You sure this isn't the the little I'd like to watch that now. (laughs) 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 And if you know, um, there wasn't much on on BBC One, but if you're watching BBC Two, it began with Open University Mm -hmm. from 7.40 all the way up to 5 o'clock. And there were some wonderful courses. Courses including early musical... You know, walk your food around, <laughs> doffing me cap to ladies, that sort of thing. Oh, Lovely. Nice. Then there was technology in China. Oh. Mm. Concord. And. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Nude. Oh, no. Nude modelling. <laughs> <laughs> Get me A4 paper out, Doris. I'm going to do some sketching. Ring up your sister, the one with the big... Go on, get her in. <laughs> Has an aneurysm and dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my Bert God. Bert was a happy boy that day. <laughs> Nude modelling. <laughs> That's almost too much, isn't it? It's too on the nose for Bert. She comes in with a cup of Darjeeling and a Garibaldi and all <laughs> All she can see on the television is a massive vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bert, what are you doing? <laughs> You've worn your I'm pencil. I'm doing art. I'm doing art. I'm oh. learning. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> all the blood's gone to your knuckles. You're right, Bert. You've broken your pencils. <laughs> Imagine him just trying to write at the nib immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I like, your, I like your artwork, but you did it all over the wall. <laughs> 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 Um, anyway, I'm so sorry, but Bert does occasionally... Spilled everywhere, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Johnny listens to the podcast, but... Yes. Bert, Bert oh, I do. A, oh, good. He's a recurring figure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm upset if Bert doesn't turn up, and I'm yeah. absolutely honoured. <laughs> oh. He hasn't been here for ages. No, he hasn't been here for a while. I'm sorry, but, you know, the listings don't lie, so... <laughs> Um, and then there was nothing really much on BBC Two until um, uh, five past ten at night. There was the Land of the Living, Ooh. 
And this is a documentary, and this just sounds insane. It says, strange things are done in the name of audience participation in theatre, but rarely has the audience been asked to be the scenery. What? What? <laughs> you have to be the scenery. Yeah, uh, if you oh, want to see that, it. Imagine that's... Hey, sounds like... like- Sounds like Oliver Dowden's cutbacks, am I right? <laughs> oh. Imagine, well, this place set in a sewer. <laughs> I'll, just, uh, I'll just chuck a couple of buckets of shit all over you. You can be a wall. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see this at all. It's a dreadful idea. The audience have to be the scenery. <laughs> Mental. That's a anyway, very late that, 70s idea, isn't it? That's like late re- 70s yeah, theatre. It's, like, it's like living theatre. Do you remember living, uh, living theatre was when people just would live on a stage for like four months? Oh, oh God. fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then audiences could literally turn up and just watch them having a sleep or having a shit. Yeah. <laughs> or, even better than that, you could yeah. not turn up. Yeah, nice. you do that. Or you never see that, that. You could become an arsonist. Didn't the, yeah. didn't the guy who wrote, was it the guy who wrote Megalos? Hmm. Wasn't he in oh, Johnny all that? Wasn't he into all that funny theatre stuff? I don't know. I remember oh, no. there being a behind the scenes documentary where he was very proud of writing it about a cactus. And it had him oh. talking about his theatre background. And I think he might have been told <laughs> Is that. that the documentary where they say, we needed a villain, and we looked on our kitchen table, <laughs> yes. and there was a cactus? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were... Yeah. One, one we ignored the waitress from... who was a Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cafetiere comes down from space. Yeah, it would have Jesus been... Jesus, uh, Your Bill, Look, anyway, that was your televisual delights on BBC One and BBC Two. But why would you be watching any of that? Because it's part two to the key to time. It's the Pirate Planet. Johnny, steer us, please, through this joy. I will. Well, the Pirate Planet uh, is obviously it's written by Douglas Adams, um, Mm -hmm. who, apart from this, also famously wrote a 1977 episode of Doctor on the Go. Right. <laughs> two episodes of Doctor Snuggles and oh, uh, no. nothing, nothing else that I can think of. <laughs> yeah, he and yeah, John he... Lloyd. It was their job, wasn't it? To, it was a foreign cartoon, and they had to write the English words for it. Fucking love Doctor Snuggles. <gasps> Is that true? Was Doctor Snuggles not made in Britain? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and him and oh. John Lloyd. One of their yeah. first jobs was to. I think they just basically had to make up the plots based on what the images were doing. <laughs> that's kind of he, like what used to happen with Battle of the Planets. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Because yeah. yeah. okay. Dr. Snuggles had an umbrella with a little um, duck on the end that used to talk. That's right. Mm. Dr. Yeah. Snuggles. Do, and he used do, to do, cons- do, constantly do, say, we were only acting under orders. So it was definitely a foreign cartoon that they dubbed over. Make it less Holocausty, please. So there you go. Every time, yeah. Yeah, every, every episode. It's just covering up a war crime. Yeah. Good luck that having done English, snuggles. Good luck getting English writers in the 1970s not to mention the war, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're making the big box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. So um, we open on a. This might be. This might be as detailed as Toby's either, because I was because <laughs> I didn't realise I was doing this to Wednesday, so I sat there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's Doctor Who. No, I need to do more than that. Um, so here we go. Um, so we open up in a town um, overlooked by a big base, that they, yeah. and they look to me. <laughs> see, already we've not got Toby's level of detail here, but um, <laughs> it's they look to me. They look like three big butt plugs that have just been sort of stuck to the um, <laughs> side of a mountain. 
Well, also, I mean, the, the town itself looks like Anthea Turner sort of on a, was hung over when she had to build it for Blue Peter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I, it's me, the, at first glance, it looked like, you know, you used to be able to make little things out of fuzzy felt. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody's gone, quick, make a town. And, it, and <laughs> it's sort of just, <laughs> just pans. If we pan really quickly, people won't notice. But it does yeah. look a tiny bit shoddy. Yeah. And then it's got these sex toys on the top. And mm. inside, uh, we meet the captain, uh, who is immediately fucking exhausting. <laughs> it's incredible, oh, isn't it? He's, he's a like lot. A character uh, from a he's like a character from a Dickens book. Yeah, yeah. He's just so like rah, 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 constantly, and you're like, where do you fit into this place? Do you mean you the man played by Bruce Purchase? Bruce Purchase, <laughs> <laughs> one of the most host of London names. Yeah. You'll yeah, ever find. <laughs> there, were, there, there was someone on Twitter um, a couple of days ago saying you can come up with your Toast of London name by simply um, your, your first name was your grandfather's name and your surname is the thing immediately on your right. So I'm, I am Cecil Mirror. <laughs> perfect. So what, I'm, what, Patrick, what? I'm Patrick Figures. <laughs> Patrick Figures is perfect. John? Uh, Jack Computer. <laughs> One of those modern actors. Yeah. Yeah, Tom yeah. is Bobby Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Wagner. <laughs> I am, if you must know, and it's perfect. Graham Panic I'm, Room. <laughs> I'm Arthur Candles, which I think hey! is that's excellent. Yeah. That's very musical as well, isn't it? All right, I'm Arthur Candles. Arthur Candles, hello. No, candles oh, for, don't get on me, Wick. Candles for Arthur's. <laughs> Beautiful, brilliant. So, so yeah, the captain is 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 pretty full on man. Uh, who, <laughs> well, he he looks like if you look up heart attack at the dictionary. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it's, but you don't also you don't see the you don't see him properly for a little while. So you hold no. off seeing him while he's giving a bollocking to Mister Fibbly, who oh, is played Mr. by. Fibbly. Yeah, <laughs> that's he's I great. Mean, it, if uh, all they needed to say was, "Are you going to do it like that on the day?" Yeah, <laughs> a much different episode of Doctor mm. Who. But um, yes, yeah, give it to Mister Fibberly, who was played by an actor, and the, he is <laughs> steady on Toby. Toby. I can do it, Toby. Um, <laughs> so when we do see him, and he's he does half- look like. The, sorry to interrupt, but he does. Oh. Mister Fibberly looks like he's the perfect person that would would react to Mary Millington's dress falling down in one of her films. Yeah. It's constantly so yeah, yeah. I love Mr. Fibbly to be honest. So do I. He's he's my favourite character in 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 all of this. And it's it's and it's not hard to have one. (laughs) My favourite, just for everyone at home listening, is the robot parrot. Fair enough. That's do you know that it's like they built that by turning around on the day and go, we need a pot because I don't know what that <laughs> fucking is. But that was, that's not a parrot. But anyway. I guess um, later on that canine's going to absolutely destroy the shit out of it. So you don't want it to look too much like an animal, otherwise it would be too cruel. So it's just like he's sort of destroyed a, a I don't know, a, a one of those old mobile phones from with, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks it's, like a soap dispenser that you get in bathrooms, you know? <laughs> that you put your hand under and it just goes... Mm. <laughs> well, that's sort of what it does when it's trying to kill not your canine. It's sort of like it's it's like just shitting soap out. It's like yeah. Yeah. just lots of laser piss. But um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm. So yeah, we, yeah. Um, we stop. What, where where am I? Hang on, sorry, um, Mister Fibberly. That's where we are. He is mm. half mad. Yeah. But we're there a lot. With the, with the, he's half man, half machine, and yeah. I guess we're supposed to be terrified of and him. And not much cop. Hey. 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 hey, 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 hey. He just yeah, looks like a not... local butcher. 
and yes, trying to dress yes. up for a night at Robot Sex House or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's rubbish. It's, I mean, I, I remember seeing him at Doctor Who magazine when I was a kid and things like that and thinking, oh, that looks like the best fucking thing I'd ever seen. And, um, well, now I know. Well, yeah. Don't you also see a flashback of him when Baker dies? Oh. Oh. When he falls off the tower. Oh, yeah, and he just says, Doctor. He says, Doctor! <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. still alive! <laughs> it's like, it why really did that guy turn up? It really seems yeah. to me when they were casting it, they went, can we find anyone who can out-blessed, blessed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they went, we've got just the man. We've got just oh, the fellow. Well, Bruce gonna... bloody purchase. <laughs> yeah. You know that bloke who stands outside begging? Outside <laughs> 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 BBC House. <laughs> well, he's, he's got, got a parrot. It was him or Iqbal Achieve. <laughs> There God. is a moment, uh, jumping ahead, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but where him and Baker try and sort of outbig each other, and mm. it's it almost it renders. That's almost where Doctor Who breaks. Like there's a big crack that appears in Doctor Who at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same with Graham. What's his name? Graham Crowden. Graham Crowden. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Orange no, it's just it's like everybody else just goes for a piss or a cup of tea and just let yeah. them get on with it. And they come back and they're tired. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, it's like Tom's in prison, and they and when they. He's like the big dog in prison, and all these mm. people come in and they're like, "Well, I'm gonna have to take a swing at the big dog just yeah, to show, yeah. <laughs> show that I'm brave." The way that you survive in Doctor Who is you go up to the, the most overactor in there and you overact in front of them, yeah. and you win. And you put a sausage <laughs> in their mouth and bring yeah. in the dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you can outact the Doctor, then yeah. you've won. Yeah. No yeah. one had a problem with Davison. Yeah. No. Um, oh. no, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. I mean, <laughs> Out overact the doctor. I think I'm looking at Emerson, but um, yeah. yeah, he so. was very controlled. Well, I mean, like you've got like Kinder, where he's surrounded by lots of very big performances, so mm. he has to kind of like rein himself well in, doesn't he? Yeah, Bless yeah. Him. I mean, Tom Baker was like cocaine, whereas watching him is just like smoking a joint. I imagine <laughs> um, very much like smoking a marijuana. Smoking yeah, a marijuana. Nice. Um, so I believe it's what? called a jazz cigarette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right so he uh, what's he doing oh yeah so basically he, we see what he looks like he's all cyborgy and then he makes an announcement that uh, everybody in the whole world hears I assume it's like yeah. uh, he just goes to his microphone for the world and says mm. that they're all going to be getting loads of food and cash and mm. um, something and the locals they all just stand about cheering mm. and yeah. that it's I find that quite upsetting to watch I, I don't know there's, there's a mm. woman there who um she looks a bit drunk. It's brilliant. It's like she's, she's, just, so, she's just it's like she's just wandering around. She came in with she she obviously came in with Tom that morning. <laughs> exactly. She's gonna have a lift home. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she's going to be an extra. All right, Tom. Yeah. They're her actual clothes. Um, yeah. but she just stands there just going, Yeah. I found yeah. her in Tom's boot. Yeah. <laughs> her, her actual clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I see you've already been to the costume department, eh? <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. The sad thing is, she dropped them back afterwards, so she just went down with them. But, um, and then with the nip. Goody, goody. Oh, Christ. But, um, so they were standing around cheering, and it's really sort of. I just. Hey. You, know, you know when people go to you, oh, you like Doctor Who? And you go, yeah. And they. <laughs> 
they then go, I watched it once and it was shit. And you go, well, it's mm. not shit. And then they go, there was all these cunts standing in the street cheering. <laughs> while they were <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so yeah, you kind of just go, this will be one of those things where people's flicking through the TV and they go, do I watch this or do I watch fucking Buck Rogers? And they decide and, you know, mm. so... Mm. But I, obviously, it, it's fuck book Rogers. So um, <laughs> they, they're all standing around cheering, uh, looking a bit mental, except for a worried-looking man, oh, yeah. played by another actor. And <laughs> he, he had also been in other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's being watched psychically by some pale people in a cave. So yeah. Yeah. that's what's happening. They're all going, uh, they're having a peep at him, and he sort of looks all sort of worried and, and leaves. <laughs> 
All right, fuck it, I'll watch it. And I've seen tonight's episode, and let me tell you, I shit my pants. <laughs> well, it's our old friend Ian Lavender back collecting children's souls in another episode of the Hello Goodbye Man. <laughs> Just goes up to a kid and says hello, and then pulls their soul out their ass. <laughs> 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 Hello, goodbye, man. <laughs> Why must it be so horribly scary? <laughs> Mr. Phillips writes. <laughs> Barry took on points of view. Barry took, yeah. <laughs> we were sitting down to dinner and suddenly the kid had his own soul ripped from his arsehole by Ian Lavender. Mary Tam was looking on and did nothing. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> My on that, again. So we'll watch next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god, she's um, she's she's a very good-looking woman, right? Mm. So um, the, uh, oh, take away from this. That's the takeaway from that. All right. Do you know what? I'm never going to watch the Hello Goodbye Man now because if it isn't that, I'll be cross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'd like to have Tam on my side. Hey. Hey. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I wouldn't waste Tam. <laughs> if I was with her. I would have all the Tam in the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. I'd stop me in the street and they'd say, do you know what Tam it is? And I'd be like, yeah, damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then my soul would get ripped out of my arsehole. <laughs> Don't speak about my co-star like that. It runs off with your soul. <laughs> so basically, um, that then, then, then they try... They try and do something with the TARDIS yeah. and yeah. it wobbles. It, goes, it, mm. it does brilliant Doctor Who wobbly TARDIS mm. things where they just go, press any fucking button. Just mm. press any button to make the screen go jazzy and it looks like the TARDIS is in trouble. I love yeah. when they used to do that. It was never the same twice. And mm. um, and the Doctor bangs his lip on the console um, yeah. really clumsily. Yeah. Uh, it's just, he doesn't, he obviously doesn't want to smash his face off anything. So he just sort of gently rests it on the console. <laughs> and, uh, right? and uh, that's to explain a cut that Tom yeah. Baker got. And then no one ever found out how it happened. And if you know, write in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though you can clearly see it in episode one of the key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's there. What? So it just doesn't make any sense that suddenly after four episodes or something, they go, oh, yeah, we better explain that. Yeah. Well, oh, I my lip. And she goes, oh, is it where that fucking dog bit you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they probably didn't have Tam in the first episode to there you go. do that. There you oh, go. There you go. Tam. Yeah. Excellent. I'd, and do you know what? All the way through... Tam waster! <laughs> I wouldn't run out of Tam if I was there. I wouldn't right, waste of bank. Oh, God. Oh. I hope some think- of our family are listening to this and going, oh, they're talking about... They're talking about one of mum's... Let's tune in and see. Yeah. <laughs> I will have sex with your mum. Yeah. Yeah. God. Well, Masters Radio. Anyway. It, it's um, absolutely lovely you could come today, Vicar, because we're going to hear a podcast by three <laughs> young gentlemen and a friend. They're going to talk about Mary. Should we pop it on? <laughs> oh, no. Vicar. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sounds coming to my heart. <laughs> He'd love to sprint in. <laughs> it's you mine! Can you can tell he's coming because everyone smells lavender. So that's like the mm. bit where they're like, the oh. Hello Goodbye Man is nearby, and mm. then suddenly uh, he's there looming over them. And then he That's like the off. first sign of having a stroke, isn't it? He's yeah. smelling lavender. <laughs> what, Ian Lavender pulling your soul at your ass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tam them, Pike. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't tam them. Hang on. So that means don't time them. Don't tell, no, don't tell him, isn't it? Shh, 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 shh. Don't shatter the illusion. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. 
And, uh, sorry about that, Vicar. We'll come back for uh, The Power of Crow with Brendan Burns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like him. <laughs> uh, is that why all the people in um, Dad's uh, Army died? Because he systematically yeah. ripped all their souls out their asses. He shoved his arm three feet up their ass, <laughs> ripped out their soul, and screamed goodbye into their open mouth. <laughs> Jumped on a motorbike and drove off a cliff. <laughs> and that was the end credits for Emily Lovett. He jumped off a cliff. Yeah, that's how he gets away. Every yeah. time. That's how he escapes. Sorry, every time. Every time. Jumped on a motorbike voiced by Mary Tam. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, <laughs> just to establish this this, this show, it's on at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Ian Lavender appears. Yeah. <laughs> just literally appears. Yeah. 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 It's the pervading yeah. smell of lavender. Yeah. Yeah. He grabs the nearest child, puts his arm three foot inside them, rips out their so via their anus, yeah. and yeah. then shouts through their mouth. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Gets on a motorbike and drives off a cliff. Like voice by Mary Tam he drives off the cliff every episode I don't want to turn this into a business meeting (laughs) if we change the title of that and write that up as a pitch I reckon we'll be millionaire by Friday hello hello Netflix (laughs) we don't want we don't want to commission a series we want to commission nine series (laughs) (laughs) so that's us ching Um, yeah, I so, think, uh, can I just say safely? I can, I can safely assume Ian Lavender will do it. Yeah. <laughs> How far up oh. their arses? Because my arm's not that long. We'll do it with special effects. We'll I've, I've, I've got a touch of arthritis, so how far up the arse? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Lavender. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> oh, I just need. <laughs> do it, Lavender. <laughs> Help me, help me, please. <laughs> Stop bring goodbye into that infant's fucking mouth. Get your foot off Ian Lavender's head. What are you doing? He's lying down. You're stepping on his face. The kid isn't even three foot long. Put it in. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Um. Have I seen as we're off topic? There was, I remember. <laughs> we're not off topic, are we? Oh, oh, I don't know what I don't know what pirate planet you were watching, Tom, but this is all in there. <laughs> Literally verbatim. Oh my god. I'm just reading the script. <laughs> Sorry, you you go on, Tom. Have I said the thing about Terry B about Celebrity Masterminds when, uh, when oh. Ian Lavender was on Celebrity Masterminds? <laughs> and did Marcus Max say, "Shut the fuck up, Lavender"? <laughs> And what is your name? Ian Lavender. And your specialist subject, ripping the souls out of children's houses. You have two minutes on ripping the... <laughs> your Tam starts now. <laughs> to the nearest foot, how tall does the kid need to be? I've started, so I'll Tamish. <laughs> any sense at all, Welcome right? to Tamstermind. <laughs> tam, 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 Tam. <laughs> And later on, question time. Now, for the love of fuck, can we get on with this? <laughs> uh, we spent 20 minutes talking about ripping the souls out of children's anuses. Is that the wrong amount of time to spend talking about it? Yeah, it should be 23. So. 23 minutes. Yeah, we've got so, a few more minutes of this. There's a specific time limit. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. God. I need a beer. Um, we are four minutes into episode one. Yeah. Right. We're not even the TARDIS hasn't even turned up yet. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so, 
We yes. go back to poor Mr. Fibuli, who's oh. dealing with this screaming prick who tells yeah. him to find it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because basically there's a big wibble wobble, as I said, like the Tardis yeah. can't mm. properly. Yeah. And uh, this the, the captain is all cross, as he fucking always is. And he yeah. says to Mr. Fibuli, you've got to go and find out what happened with that space-time thing. And you can just see Mr. Fibuli muttering the word cunt under his breath as he walks <laughs> off. Right? He's just, Mr. Fibuli, again, I know we've already said this, but he is a fucking ocean of calm in yes. this yeah, yeah, utter... Yeah puddle of madness um uh-huh. so an ocean of the pu- anyway then for paul and paul alone we yeah. have a beautiful tardis oh it's yes. so lovely it's Isn't beautiful it? it's, like appear- it's like it's like it, it's like it appears on the streets of greece mm. yeah. Yeah. all the whitewashed crappy buildings behind it <laughs> <laughs> it's, lovely. Yeah. it's lovely i would say the lighting is amazing because you genuinely feel like it's it's outdoors unlike mm. yes. last, last episode this one feels like it's properly outdoors it's properly lovely do you yeah. think <laughs> I just I'm, I'm not I don't want to be unkind but yeah. when it does go outdoors to mm. when it cuts to a field I yeah. genuinely I genuinely breathed out I, just, I, I, I felt claustrophobic at how studio bound that was it's like, it's like they come out of the TARDIS and they're just cheek by gel because the studio is so small <laughs> oh look we're in this massive city sprawling yeah. metropolis made out of one fucking flat yeah. but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the, that TARDIS materialisation, they don't they don't they don't try and fucking you know tickle you with it. They just do a beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Nice. Just oh. lovely. Now I'm, I've got a problem here because I was writing with a pen that was running out of ink. <laughs> so, uh, so you did so, the rest in blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, it's something in the city. Dementiads are chanting. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Elsewhere in the city, right? Elsewhere in the city, the Ventiads are chanting, and that causes Canine to spin around and mm. uh, Prelix to lie in a chaise lounge, uh, sort of twisting and howling. And his grandfather, old Uncle Nonsense, <laughs> tries. <laughs> oh, I don't know what he was doing. I mean, that was that. Well, he if, he's basically it's the will of the Crotons. Let us not worry <laughs> about anything. Everything is yeah. fine. When they went outside to get Bruce Purchase like hosed down and saying, "Listen, we'll feed you if you come in and do this," right? <laughs> and he went, "Can I bring my mate?" And he's, you know, it's like, just <laughs> thrashing around behind a skip with a bottle of gin. Um, he's, he's just, he just, he's trying to calm Prelix down by screaming, "Calm down!" at him all the time. <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. I, I, I thought that was genuinely funny. It's this poor mm. bloke who I sort of, like we say, Mister Fibberly, I'd have him around the house. The rest of them can fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre- Prelix is sort of like, going, oh, God, I'm all in. You know? And as a human being with empathy, you're meant to be going, oh, I wonder what's wrong with that poor bloke. And I'm just like, oh, fuck off and die. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so he's there, sort of, he's sort of shouting at the calm down. Moolah, who uh, is just looking in the other direction because she's mm. thick as two bells. She, <laughs> I have never seen. I, I looked her up to see if she'd been anything in anything else, and she has. She's been in Tom's that woman, and her name's something like Primula. Um, oh. but from the I, cheese dynasty. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's it's she's sort of had a, a semi porny now. I should have written this down, but this is uh, oh, Primmy Townsend. Primmy Townsend is that who it is? Right, I think yeah. so. Primula Townsend. I don't Primula's. think there's another, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Primmy Townsend. So. She's sort of there, and Prelix is having a fit, and um, it's all it's all starting to kick off. Uh, the Doctor realizes something is up uh, because they've landed in the right coordinates for Califrax, which is where they're trying mm. to get to. But they're not on Califrax. Ooh, right. So, um, <laughs> so the mystery is afoot. Uh, yeah. Did we? Did any of you like? You'd all seen this before, had you? Yes. Yeah. I, I hadn't. 
Had you not? So did no. you did you did you know what was going on at this point, John? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the weird um the um the, the most sciency um of of um I mean in episode three and four the amount of sort of weird cod scientific terms that they're bellowing at each other yeah, yeah. It's quite sort of like what the fuck is going on you know well I just like panic because I was I was starting to write down the names of the minerals and then I realised oh, no, oh fuck that is... oh, yeah, I know no, I was yeah. just going oh but no they might shout at me if I don't if I don't, <laughs> if I don't know it and I thought the only reason I'm on John and Tom and then everything might be okay but um it's but it's <laughs> no it's just it's 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 a lot of fucking nonsense. It's all just it, it. It you could you could basically skip to the end. <laughs> just go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you kind you kind of could. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's like not yeah. anyway. I've read two books of the Pirate Planet as well. James Goss wrote a big fucking doorstop of a kind of a Douglas Adamsy version of it, oh, and right. then he then he rewrote it as a Target novel. And I've read both of them, and they're different. So good on him, I guess. I mean, yeah. to take all that time over this because it's very slight. Anyway, yeah. so um. Oh god, this is where it takes a turn for the worst, right? <laughs> Fucking Moolah's boyfriend turns up. <laughs> oh. Now, what's his name again? Primus? Primus? I have got it written down here. He turns Primus, up. yeah. Primus. Yeah, and it's it's all a bit stagey as well. It's like when people are in that scene where the boyfriend turns up, when people aren't talking to other people, the person who isn't being spoken to just sort of stands there. <laughs> waiting yeah. to exist again in the scene and you think well pour a glass of water or something but it's like you know um, so um, yeah pra- what's his name it says Prax oh no Pralex is um, yeah there's he's losing a Prilex, his life force there's a Primus there's a Primus there's a, pr- there's a, there's a Primar Pralex yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so he goes too much she said yeah, and she goes, oh, he's losing his mind. And the boyfriend, who's a really boyfriend, nice boyfriend, who cares about his potential brother-in-law to be, he goes, ugh, again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, the Mentiad see the Doctor and Romana uh, coming yeah. out of the TARDIS. What does the Doctor come out of the TARDIS looking like? He's got his, ma- he's got his scarf on like a big mask or something, doesn't he? And, um, he does. He's, he's masking well, because up. He origi- no, he originally thinks that they're going to land on, a, on an icy, inhospitable world. So he's sort of like... I think to protect oh, himself from the chilly God. winds or something. Yeah. Very good. And then what Very they good. actually find is is the streets just festooned with drag race litter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, the thing it's is, like Liberace's Tom... had a hole in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he was in prison in the Great Escape and he was yeah. just shaking it out, digging yeah. up jewels. Yeah. It's um, but yeah, he. I, think, I suppose Paul, that is exactly why he's doing it. But because Tom Baker's so fucking mental by the stage of being mm. Doctor Who, he could come out with underpants on his head and you just go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my right. first thought was he was hiding the dog bite, but we, we, we they've already established <laughs> it now, so he doesn't have to. Is that what happened to him by Lit. covering his entire head? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was bitten by a dog. Fuck you know. Did you talk about that more? In sort he was of... being chased by Ian Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you pull it out of. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Ian so Lavender is showing him a trick. That he's, uh, he's like, <laughs> watch this. Don't yeah. close your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they uh, so they see the Doctor and Romana coming out of the TARDIS, and Romana says yeah. that the key to time. She's using the little scanner wand thing. She says that the segment seems to be everywhere. Right? Yeah. So, oh, okay. Mystery, mystery, mystery. Um, mm. Then a really enthusiastic man. <laughs> fucking hell you know this is watching the pirate planet is playing a game of I'll never want to punch him more and then <laughs> I'll never want to punch anyone else more and then somebody else turns up and you go oh no fucking hell the other guy's off the hook I was smashing <laughs> fucking 
<laughs> he would be beaten to death with a fucking ruby. Anyway, um, so he gives he gives us some jewels and some diamonds and takes a load of jelly babies. He yeah. takes far too many jelly babies as well. It's like they go, do you want a jelly baby? It takes about five, and the dog yeah. gets a little um, He found out about catering that day, so he was just getting where, where he could. Yeah, exactly. So he uh, so he says jelly babies, and he tells her everyone on the planet is rich thanks to the captain. Mm. Um, and then he wanders off, and then a guard comes up, and he's really massively suspicious for no reason of the jelly babies. He's like, where'd you get them? And um, <laughs> he says, over there, the guard turns around, and the bloke just walks off. So the police on this planet are fucking dog shit. And <laughs> so there's, there's fucking jewels on the floor everywhere, and this guy wants to know where he got a suite. Yeah. yeah, where'd you get that sweet? I picked up one of the pebbles and bought a billion of them. Yeah, <laughs> I picked up a gold coin and I invested heavily in a sweet shop business. Now fuck off, you sex no. They all <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, dildo head. Oh, the, the guard uniforms on this are terrible. Very phallic. They look mm. like leather daddies <laughs> who have gone to like a Brighton bike meetup. <laughs> Only to find out it's not on, so they're really grumpy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got, not on, but they refuse to change. They've got that. They've got that problem in this ep- this story, where they've got laser guns that are heavily ill-defined. Yeah, they just go boo boo. Yeah, they fire yeah. In a weird circle. Yeah, they, 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 they sort of fire sat- Satsumas above you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo. It's like. Imagine if and they, they just sh- shot out Satsumas. Boo. <laughs> You're pathetic, you lot. Boo. Just all these sex men in, in leather yeah. surrounded by people with yeah. fruit in their gob. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let the music play. Yeah. Um, oh, God, it's, it's Stephen Milligan MP. <laughs> oh, no. Boo. Boo. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Stop it. It's, it's an orange. It's an orange hitting my waistcoat. Ow. Come in, Vicar. Come Boo. in. We're just going to sit down and listen to... <laughs> about Stephen's favourite Doctor Who story. <laughs> Boom. He oh, loved Ian Lavender, you, you've joined us as well. Take <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, I loved working with Mary, so I'd love to hear what the boys have got to say about our working relationship on the classic BBC series, The Hello, Goodbye Man. <laughs> problem is even even now in episode one you're going yeah. right so there's these people underground who are all pale and they're psychic maybe yeah there's an entire race of sort of layabouts just picking up gold nuggets there's some mm. there's a dildo army there's a pirate robot on top of the thing what's everyone's reason d'etre for anything i don't, <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on and why you're doing it at all are you all do you know, do you know when what's you find going out? on 24 minutes into episode four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's the only time it starts actually coming together as a plot. Yeah. 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 You read, I mean, children in the seventies had an awful lot of good faith in things. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through episode three, they got, I'm sure it'll all turn out. <laughs> but it was either yeah. that or watching one other channel or just rolling around in white dog shit. That, that was your option. <laughs> so like, oh, fuck it. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll stick, stick with it. Or wondering where Herbie would turn up next. <laughs> <laughs> one day he's bananas the next week he's in Monte Carlo what the hell's going on Herbie goes apeshit fucking mental <laughs> Herbie goes dogging <laughs> hello goodbye man guest starring Herbie <laughs> right out of Herbie We've got this idea to reboot Herbie, yeah. Basically, um, he um, this car turns up, meets children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the called car, Herbie Goodbye the, Man. The car somehow gets three foot off the child's anus and rips out its soul. 
<laughs> then Herbie drives off a cliff. <laughs> every week. Right. Every, every week. And how long? Every week. Every yeah. week. Every week. Herb, Herbie got cancelled, didn't he? Well, yeah, I was yeah. like you were going to say Herbie got cancer. Yeah, he got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he got caught in a lay-by with Morris Minor. <laughs> hey, hey! And he got cancer. Oh, no. And he got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the day oh, he went Jesus. to court, the doctor told him he had cancer. He fell in with some aid. Well, he drove into the back of an AIDS needles van. <laughs> oh, God. And Eddie Large landed on him. Then <laughs> <laughs> Herbie got car AIDS. <laughs> And Herbie thought, oh God, Herbie thought, Eddie, I just taken the piss out of my doing him starting up. It was a whole, was a whole thing. Um, uh, Vicar, Herbie is joining us to listen to this podcast. <laughs> you used to love Herbie, didn't you? I just want to yeah. listen and speak fondly of him. It was innocent fun. Right, okay, yeah. Mr. Lavender passed the Vicar a sketch. Um, oh, and a boy from the Make-A-Wish Foundation has joined us. <laughs> Big fan of Doctor Who he is. No. Oh God! Right, so <laughs> pull up a Herbie. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got it. This is I changed pens by the way later on. So don't, okay, this won't keep great. happening. All this right. won't keep happening. You mean like it's it's when a teenage girl writes you a letter? <laughs> Page you, one is in green yeah, ink. It's pretty hurtful. It's pretty hurtful. Are we going to know when the pen changes, Johnny? You suddenly going to speak in a different accent? <laughs> it's going to sound gonna, like I know what's happening. Are you going to um, get that oh. thing like an ITV when you know it's adverts? So you get like a weird block appear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I used to think my mum was, was psychic because yeah. she she'd go yeah, from the ads and I'd be like and then it would come on and I'd go what the fuck <laughs> promise me you only ever use those I want to know what it was because in this you know when they change reels in the cinema there's mm. a, there's yeah. a really random little dot and you know yeah. it's changed why do they do it on telly. So different regions, I think, can oh, this is <laughs> oh, oh maybe different yeah. regions can can see it and align their own special ones. So so that if you live in Yorkshire, you can get like Yorkshire Windows is as your own special uh, advert and stuff. Okay. Oh so yeah, very, very it, I tell you what, it's really weird when they do it in books just before the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast is a fucking roller coaster, isn't it? If they were listening yeah. ten minutes ago, we'd be like, how tall does the child have to be for in Lavender to get fire out? No, so I think it's for different regions so you can sell windows. <laughs> and then suddenly Herbie's raping children. None of it's about the Pirate Planet. <laughs> we, we have nearly done an hour. We barely, barely talked about it. And the thing is, I like the Pirate Planet. It's not one that you're avoiding talking about. Like, no, no. no. It's a Listen, fun story. I, I, I specifically requested the Stones of Blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> But any excuse to watch Doctor Who is fine with me. It's Fair just enough. I think I think it's because I tell you what it is. I hadn't mm. seen it in quite a long time, and also I was watching it. I was watching it with a sort of wheezing, groaning eye on. I yeah, was like, right. I wasn't just. I was watching it to see what was funny and stuff and everything. And so yeah, so I just kind of after episode two, I went, God, I think I hate this, but I don't. <laughs> it, 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 sort of, it sort of pulled itself around a bit, but um, yeah. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> tomorrow. Um, <laughs> So, Kemus, he's a guy, isn't it? Kemus is annoyed that they get free stuff. Oh, no, yeah. this is the, this is the, yeah, the boyfriend, the fucking grumpy little bastard. Uh, yeah. He's annoyed that they get free stuff because he's all, um, and the old man rightly thinks he's a twat. Um, uh, Kemus is then, ooh, shot? <laughs> what, uh, what the fuck am I trying? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, 
no I, he's basically I, I was watching him just kind of because everything with him is like I want to be free man we should have to work mm. for what we get you know and I just thought he's the sort of bloke who turns up to a party with a guitar uninvited yeah. you know that yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to sit in the corner and strum this while you talk try to talk <laughs> um, also it, it, it does look like the sort of society where obviously you could just pick up trinkets and baubles and you're the richest person in the world but you can't do anything with it because nobody would ever go well I'm not ever going to work so you've yeah, got all this yeah, stuff, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to go and buy that, but no one's selling anything because no one can be asked. <laughs> so well, you yeah, just I, you just sit in a massive house, that never eating, drinking, just full of gold, going. For <laughs> that's what I wondered because they said that they said that the when they right spoiler alert when they jump mm. around another planet, um, yeah. then the it, the inside of their planet, which is empty, when it runs out of stuff, they hop over to another planet, steal it, fills up the mines. With all this stuff, and then the, earlier on, the uh, the pirate captain was going, um, "Oh, you're all going to have lots of stuff and food," and I was mm. like, "Uh, did they just did they just Drop steal food?" food? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, "Oh, this hand is lovely." Like, do they do they know what they're eating? Like, is it <laughs> the population of the, like they're just rooting around in somebody's toilet, just yeah, exactly, I, I, just wandering <laughs> around the street, and there's like a massive gold coin and then a chicken. You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, I don't know where they get it's food. Horrible. Bro, they it's like just... mining for cheese and onion sandwiches. Yeah, sort of. They must be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I don't know why anyone. I, what I want to know. What it's I'm another rustless hamburger, sir. Mm. <laughs> where did they get? Where did they get their food from? Because no one's going to mm. open up a fucking Tesco, are they? Why would you want to run a Tesco if you're already a billionaire? So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Although I think you'd probably get a Costa. They're everywhere. That's true. <laughs> and you it's would. free as well because no one can be asked. So you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Do I have to make it? Oh, for fuck's. It's a bit like <laughs> it's been run by Robert Mugabe. <laughs> People bringing wheelbarrows of jewels to buy a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, so then the Mentians, because they've yeah. realised that Pralix is acting the fanny because he's turning into one of them. Um, yeah. So they go off to harvest him. Which yeah. is, I like that. I like the use of the word harvest. It sounds sinister, you know. It's mm. an yeah. kind of thing. Have you been and to then, harvester before? That's what I have to ask. <laughs> just which is they, chilling. They put a salad buffet in his midriff. Yeah. <laughs> Please, can we get to the end of episode one, please? <laughs> please. Don't mind me, I'm just building a tent over here. Yeah. We're going to be here a while. Yeah. So, finally, we get some location stuff. Uh, the Mentiad's in a field. It's basically just... I love it, because you can... Obviously, Doctor Who relies on everything being in synergy. So when they're in the cave looking like cunts, they don't really look like cunts because they're, you know, they're in their sinister cave going, oh, we're the Mentians. But when they're just walking through a field, it, they just look like some goths who've got lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they, look like, they look a bit like Harry Krishna's wandering around at Glastonbury. It's just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All it's right, like, boys. Oh. It's like if the camera pulled back a bit more, you'd see people just really swerving out of the way to avoid them. You know, that's... <laughs> so... They're wandering through a field on the way to have his pray, the prelix. Then we find out because we're a man who's looking through a telescope. The telescopes are forbidden. Um, yes, right. as are strangers apparently. Um, and then she gets arrested. Um, so it's just, it, so it's those two. It's some sex man that arrests her, isn't it? It's like the guy in the the grumpy guard. He, he yeah. He yeah. So he takes her, her off, and Canine's about to shoot him, but she sort of says, "No, go and get the doctor." I and genuinely so, had a moment when they talked about the telescopes being uh, banned, where I was like, mm. "Oh, that makes it all the more impressive that Binro was able to, you know, guess that those were all stars." And I was like, "That's a completely different story." Completely yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking of a better story, Tom. <laughs> 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 now I know why Darth Vader's Luke father this is a brilliant scene with Romana they were no, no, no longer little girls they were little women 
And here comes Ian Lavender. <laughs> What's he greasing his hand up for? <laughs> Hello. Um, he's got a motorbike with him. Hang on, and a sidecar. I'm not going with him. He's got a sexy sounding motorbike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut back to the captain in his it's his bridge um and he's sort of quiet and watchable now uh yeah. in this bit he's sort of um is he or has it been beaten into you at this point <laughs> is it um yeah stockholm like syndrome so, exactly yeah. that's what i was looking for uh, and he says to the parrot what does he say oh yeah we'll be free we'll Ooh. be free says that to the parrot which is like just let me say to my radio oh, we'll be out here soon <laughs> <laughs> he's already lost it hasn't he it's just like do you think when no one's looking he's, he can attach that parrot to his groin robot bit <laughs> I reckon I reckon no to look no John no eyes. yeah I reckon he does he might use him like a little dust buster <laughs> yeah on, on his knob oh fair enough on his yeah. knob yeah, yeah no, this planet sense. we call our asses dust <laughs> <laughs> it was, so, you have to remember that this program it was made in a different tam yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. oh come in oh. nephew of the parrot we're just going to <laughs> nephew of the parrot <laughs> <laughs> it's that little robot from Buck Rogers <laughs> I love my parrot I just yeah. love hearing about my uncle and all his work on television <laughs> Ten minutes later, beep, 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 all oh, the shame. <laughs> we've, just, we've just turned it on a really interesting bit. It's about why those little blocks come oh up in the corner of the screen. <laughs> Let's keep listening and see if they mention your uncle. So whilst this podcast is going out, there's a family that go, oh, come in, Herbie. Oh, come in, nephew of the parrot. Come in, Vicar. <laughs> I don't know why they just call him nephew of the parrot. <laughs> nephew of the parrot. That's Mr. Nephew of the Parrot to you. <laughs> to be honest, if my uncle had been a Doctor Who, I'd want to be known as Nephew of that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So there we go. So, <laughs> uh, lasers can't stop the Mentiads. They, they no. fire the lasers, no. but they, have, they have no effect. And then they mind zap the guard and he falls over. Yeah. Um, the doctor, uh, the doctor's fan prelix, and he gives him a little tweak on the nose. I like all that because you know he did, remember that bit where he touches, <laughs> he just holds his nose closed for a second. That's fun, um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's obviously a Tom Baker thing, and mm. you can sort of see the guy playing prelix trying not to smile. Um, yeah, but and sort of failing, but you know, uh, but at least it gives him a bit of humanity, which he doesn't really have for the fucking. None of these people do anything. Honestly, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. They're Fibbly, a bit ill-defined, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just Fibbly, oh, all day long. But look, the rest of them are just... If you right. sort of compare it to last week's episode, sorry to keep on harking back to it, where just like everyone feels like they really have a, a, a reason, a motivation, and yes. yeah, character yeah. and everything else. It's a bit this lacking. is another case of another society that just hasn't really been defined yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Properly, yeah. yeah. And you just have to go with it and go, okay, blind faith is going to get me through this. But yeah. um, <laughs> All those kids yeah. who are like, must uh, work. And you must yeah. feel sorry about harking off to better stories because after this episode, I'm going to be talking about episode two of Resurrection of the Daleks. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I once, I once tried to talk about an Elvis film instead. So I know. <laughs> I know. Be fine. <laughs> and all oh, that became indistinguishable, pretty much. <laughs> He's on a boat singing to some girl. Um, so, uh, Elvis is playlist. the doctor. <laughs> I watched Amazing. the fuck out of that. Um, Oh, he's regenerated, and now he's all fat in a big suit. Um, <laughs> the Colin Baker of Vegas years. Um, so, Doctor Van Prelix and his family uh, are the, and 
by following the raving. Is that right? He, he, he heard him. Uh, he meets yeah. Chemus, which should be the cliff, as that's the most awful thing to happen to anyone. Um, <laughs> and then the uh. captain knows that the Mentiads are coming uh, for uh, Predix, so, mm-hmm. for a telepath, and so he orders him to be found and killed. <gasps> and the polyphase Avatron, which is mm. the name of the parrot. Um, Brilliant. He uh, he sees he sees an image of canine and gets jealous. <laughs> that was <laughs> That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. So um, oh the bitch. Um, so um, canine zaps the guards and uh, the evil evil zombies with terrible. Uh, that's what they're called. Right? They, 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 the captain Just the evil zombies. Evil yeah. zombies with terrible powers. And <laughs> that sounds cool. Uh, and then the doctor they come in and all this thing. And I I wonder was this in the script or did Tom Baker think he was being fucking hilarious when he said are you the Mentiads because you look like Mentiads to me um, which <laughs> you, do you remember at school do you remember at school there was that thing where you used to go up to people and go are, are, you, are you a Benny tied to a tree and they go no and you go oh Benny, Benny on the loose Benny on the loose I don't remember that I do definitely not. remember that you can, have, remember you can have that for free John if nice. you do that to somebody tomorrow they'll think you're hilarious um, you look like Mentiads to me and then uh, they zap him and he yep. gets a bit, he gets a bit sort of dopey looking, and then he's up him again, and he just sort of slumps to the side. Yay. Cute cliffhanger. It's not a stunning cliffhanger, to be honest with you. Not really. But no. we, we yeah. finish episode one of the Pirate Planet. Oh. Episode Everyone. one of the Pirate Planet. There we but go. Dance. We did. Join us next it. time on Weezing Green. <laughs> <laughs> Have we mentioned the flying cars yet, or have they not been in it yet? No, they've not no, been in it. They're, yeah. they're for episode no. two. They are um, cars. People are going to see the length of this. I know you're going to cut it, John, but people are going to see the length and think I've done the rest of the season. Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely edit this. I always it was do. lovely of Johnny to do all of Key to Time for us. <laughs> all of Key to Time. He went right up to Logopolis in the end. But, um... <laughs> really good. And then he started doing what was on after Doctor Who at the time. So he ended up doing some El Dorado in the end. <laughs> his, t- his take on all creatures great small. Very... <laughs> um, Johnny, we might have to be a slightly abridged now yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think so yeah. just looking we have to stop not completely for a shave. it's fine we can go on you know but yeah, yeah. stop for a shave <laughs> 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 i just want to learn a new language with the rosetta stone so <laughs> comes back in fluent italian and we're only halfway through episode two um it's in about that the ian alavinder i was just pulling at the asshole <laughs> the chow chow man <laughs> <laughs> it's a herbie go banana. <laughs> the cat is nice. It's in the cycle go vroom vroom off the cliff. Every time she go vroom vroom, a piece of willy come out of my wee wee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ. Three feet inside small boy. <laughs> cast oh. Ah, Vicar, I believe your, your Italian friends have come to listen to this. <laughs> That's the, the thing, if you mention the Hello Goodbye Man three times, you end up in an episode of it. What's the name of the, was it related to the Pirate Man? What was he called? Nephew of the Pirate Man. Nephew of the Pirate Man. Nephew of the Pirate Man, hi. Si, bellissimo. Can't stop thinking about that. That's the way you would introduce someone. Ah, Nephew of the Pirate Man. Oh, Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right, so episode right. two. Yay! Hooray! Right. <laughs> so, 
obviously the guards have failed to say it to, to kill the Mentiads or Pralix yeah. and so the captain uses his shitbird to kill a random guy they're all in a row and <laughs> we don't really understand why he's killed I think it's just the sort of prison thing isn't it it's like you yeah. just go mm. line up when he's going to fucking get it and it makes all the other ones who haven't died go shit I better not fuck up again well, we're so, also um, trying to make make it piratey yeah, yeah this is yeah, the that's thing. A key is, thing is the captain indigenous to the planet and the people no so he's uh, a foreign no. element isn't he yeah right okay. yeah you find that out in a while but he's not he yeah he crash landed there and he crashed, was all that's right up. that's so, right yeah. yes but um so that happens kills them mm-hmm. kills that guy mr fibbly's in that scene which makes it better because we like him yeah um and then we cut back to the doctor who survives slumping by unslumping mm. it's, yeah. it's that's just literally what he does it's yeah. like oh I've fallen off a cliff. Oh, it wasn't a cliff. It wasn't then anything. I've just, it's yeah. like when Sarah Jane slides down some grass in the five doctors and you just go, <laughs> yeah. you're all right. Yes. No, I know you are. Cause fuck all happened. It's um, one of those ones where like, Oh, Oh, oh no, the doctor's been executed. No, sorry. A feather landed on him. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, I'm that's sure what last it week it was 12 eagles. No, no. Just yeah. No, it's just, it's just a pillow now. <laughs> <laughs> so, we then have the so the, the, we have the doctor. He's a bit of waffle with canine, uh, mm. and then some fourth wall breaking where the, where the canine says tells the doctor that it was so something about some minerals, and the doctor looks straight into the camera, and goes, "That's what I thought." Don't yes. like it. Don't like it. He did it in um, he did it in uh, the invasion of time as well, and he's trying to open the door with the sonic screwdriver, and it won't open, and he turns straight to camera and goes, "Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one." And you think, "Fuck off, mate." <laughs> <laughs> He was doing Fleabag. He was doing Fleabag before Fleabag was a thing. He's a visionary. I wonder That's... if Mary likes it up the bum. <laughs> <laughs> he was pre. He was pre Lovejoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we should have done that. She's pre- been in it a couple of weeks. He knows she likes it up the bum. Um, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Come in, come in, all of you. You know, I was able to get in touch because you all gave me your emails at the funeral. Oh, no. We listened to episode one and it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met Nephew of Parrot? Nephew of Parrot walked out. They said something terrible about dust and I wasn't having it. Um, (laughs) Nephew of Parrot walked out. It was ridiculous. (laughs) So, um, Kemus, Kemus is annoyed that the cowards... Oh, yeah. See, I was writing this as, as the scene was happening, so the Doctor sort of covers this. He, he's annoyed that the cowards who live in this city have never followed the Mentiads to see where they live. And I was like, well, you've not followed... Why don't you do it? But then the Doctor says exactly that, you little piece of shit. Um, <laughs> then old Uncle Bluster uh, doesn't want to lift a finger to get Pralix back. Cause, oh, because he's gone off the Mentiads, isn't that right? The Mentiads came and took Pralix. Uh, back yeah. to their cave. Yeah, um, I didn't notice for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say because Freilich didn't massively make an impression on me. No, uh, they could have harvested half the city, and I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? It's um, <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't want to do anything to get meant to, to get Freilich back. I can't blame him. Um, and then Romana has been taken to the bridge uh, mm. of the uh, captain. Um, what I like is when she gets captured, like she takes it very much in her stride. She's like, eh, she really does. Whatever. She's very yeah, cool. Yeah. I like it to where she's just chatting to the guy. It's like, do you get much mileage out of this air car? It's that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. The air she's car cool. that they clearly stole off John Pertwee. Clearly, like, did a, you know, went into his garage and found all the things he wasn't able to get on Doctor Who and be like, this is ours now. This is ours, yeah. Suck mm. it, fucking Wurzel. Um, um, <laughs> I, I had this written down. She's been taken to the bridge, so it seems like she's been kidnapped by James Brown. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
I fucking I danced around the room just going <laughs> I, I thought I, I want to know what comedy looks like so I just looked in the mirror and winked <laughs> and then um, nice but we are, we, we are now coming up to my favourite bit of, of all four episodes is the, is, the, is the first time that the Doctor tries to distract the guard with the jelly babies and I love how he treats his bag of jelly babies like a grenade at the beginning that's brilliant <laughs> he, just, he just pulls off the bag top like a pin yeah. and then runs it onto the thing <laughs> that is absolute joy and that's why Tom Baker will always be the best Doctor Who because he yeah. can do shit like that it's brilliant he like, yeah if, if, if just McCoy brilliant. did that you put your foot through the telly wouldn't you I don't know why well, it's, McCoy it's, would do it but he'd do a handstand first and try and fart it over or something and you'd <laughs> yeah, he you know what? He pulled up his bum and he, he yeah, yeah. down and fired them out. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled the pin off the bag and then threw himself at the car. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, and then yeah. somehow he'd be inside the jelly baby. <laughs> How you've managed that? Yeah, yeah. And and then say, just... If you look carefully, you could see that I was wearing my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying not to look at anything, Sylvester. <laughs> I don't want this. But, um, <laughs> so, a um, glass of port. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Paul's having um, a s- glass of port. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of water. Um, so, yeah, the Doctor... Um, so, Roman is very cool with the guards. Gets all taken up there to the captain. Canine and Muller head off to look for the Mentiad. Um, which, even, you know, you're looking at that and, you're like, it, with a writing head on, you just go, they've got to get rid of canine somehow. Yes. Mm. You know, oh, she can fuck off with whatever that she's doing. You know what I mean? And just walk through some But we don't really <laughs> see her again now, do we, until, like, episode four? Yeah. <laughs> no. You, you, you go that again. way and we'll see you in 40 minutes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's, yeah. what's my arc? Yeah, bye. Um, <laughs> here's a fiver. Bring some milk back. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's, she's off and canine's... And then, what I love is they keep cutting to them every now and again, just strolling through some fields, just to... Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Canine so. dragging cow shit behind him. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and he has to go at Mueller, but he probably he doesn't mind because presumably he can just turn his ears off. And, <laughs> and oh yeah, and I like Romana's little line about I got a set an aircraft for my seventieth birthday. All of that stuff. That's all. Yeah, yeah. 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 loads of fun. Fantastic. Very nice. So then we get to Paul's favorite bit: the bag of jelly babies, like yeah. a grenade, uh, which is you know very Tom Baker, and it's the shittest guard. The guards on this planet, I swear to God, it's. But again, <laughs> again, because this society has got all the money in the world, they, they I, I, you, I just get the impression that they don't even have to be guards. They no, yeah, so they just guarding. don't care. They're like, it, it doesn't matter. It's, just, it's fine. I, oh God, it's what just, have I done with my life? Maybe they are just sex men. Like they're just walking around. <laughs> I, think I think they are. You they just need to have just... another you know, justify their existence somehow. I bet yeah. if you took off all their masks, they all look like that bloke in American Wealth of London who says, "What are you doing in bed with him?" <laughs> <laughs> Not you, twerper. <laughs> you, you, do you think they're just a huge amalgam of rudy parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason Cocks they're grumpy. Cocks for fingers. Cocks for fingers. Cocks fingers. Fanny for mouth. Tits for eyes. Nipples for uh, nipples for nipples. Oh, that's fine. Yes. I'd imagine for ears. Dicks for nipples, I suppose, to make it weird. Dicks for nipples. Yeah. So Dicks can, for nipples. Then they can do that thing, you know, where you spin them round. <laughs> oh, so they come tussled. Yeah, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> come in. Come in. We're just going to listen to some people talk about... Come in, the guards. <laughs> well, guards. As guard. Come in, come in, uncle of the guards. <laughs> yes, I was in Doctor Who in 1978. <laughs> I, I played... Oh, good grief! <laughs> Look, the nephew of the parrot is crying. Herbie's horn goes off. 
It's a very roomy church, isn't it? <laughs> got a whole car in it. Yeah. What a crying people. Yeah, sexy sounding oh, car. Oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> you just bag of things like a great... I want to add something here. I'm overheating. Continu- uh, little pon- continuity point. It's yeah. jelly babies. Then licorice all sorts. Then the licorice all sorts on the ground. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Oh, God. So, <laughs> sit down, Uncle of the Guards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uncle of the Guards. Who's not over there? That's nephew of the parrot. So. <laughs> He's very upset. Mm, just strap in. Um, <laughs> so, they get in. Oh, I love this bit. They're taking off in the car, and Tom does one of his bye byes. You know that? Yeah. Bye bye. Can we talk about how the flying cars will look like they were rejected from Bullseye as prizes? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, they look a bit, look a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so, so fucking awful. They do look very dangerous, don't they? If you literally like turn the turn the wheels, is that they do have steering wheels, don't they? If you literally turn the steering wheel left, you sort of like arc down by ninety degrees. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't stop Christ. thinking that if you do have dicks for nipples, would you have to wear some sort of pant bra combination? <laughs> We'd have to wear socks on your boots. It'd be a bra. It would be a bra with a zip on the front, so you can. <laughs> you have, have to wear socks on your boobs. I'm afraid. <laughs> so you'd spray pierce out of your tits like you were lactating, but you'd have to stand. How would you do it? You can't feed a baby wee wee. What's going on? More questions than answers. Here's the quote from this week. <laughs> well, I can't feed a baby wee wee. <laughs> that's the only way to defeat the hello goodbye man. That's all we need to... <laughs> Quick, get some babies and feed them in front of them. Well, the lavender's got a special baby. You're pissing in the kid's mouth to try and yeah. keep hold of its soul. <laughs> Your Honour. Oh, <laughs> uh, please come into the church. <laughs> Man who has dicks for tits. <laughs> They're talking about you. <laughs> dick fitty, meet dick titty. <laughs> have, they got, have they got to grandfather's bit yet? Just get, just get into that now. <laughs> just get into that now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so, um, Vivian, fi- uh, <laughs> the captain... <laughs> what the fuck? I've literally oh. stopped... I'm so sorry, I'm laughing so much, I've had to start taking my clothes off, I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm sat now in my pants drinking pool. Are you being you, or is this someone in the church pool? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Man who laughs so much he takes his clothes off and drinks pool. Have you met nephew of Parrot? <laughs> Hello, Herbie, well, meet me. Hello, hello, nephew of Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> And hello, guards. And hello, guards. Guards with dick for nipples. Hello. I wasn't even in this. Why am I here? We're a very broad church. Yeah. I'm nephew of of Crow. Early. (laughs) We're a very fictional church. So um, (laughs) come on in. (laughs) Saint (laughs) Herbie's. Imagine if the twist is Herbie was the vicar all along. Whoa! <laughs> Fucking hell. That's like the usual suspects. That's <laughs> <it's in> a... <laughs> Kaiser Herbie. He just leaves the church. Just like the, the su- end of usual suspects is Herbie's car going in the wrong direction with his He's wheels flat, and then straightening up. Slowly. Flat tires. The tire inflates, slowly inflates. Flat tires. Oh my god. <laughs> It was Herbie all along. <laughs> he just, just turns around and looks at the photographs, and they're all Herbie. It's just, yeah. he, sh- he, sh- post- he sheds his cassock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
drops his dog collar in the bin, beep, beep, and he goes around the corner. Starts fucking the shit out of the motorbike with Mary Tam's voice. So the, surely the lineup for usual suspects is a is a Volkswagen. <laughs> and six other cars all stood up there. <laughs> one of them smoking. Imagine yes. oh. if the lineup was four blokes and a Herbie. <laughs> you got Herbie, you got you got June Buggy and Cadillac. Bring in oh the usual God. suspects. <laughs> Herbie <laughs> clowns, <isn't it? laughs> They're all crowned inside like a clown, clown car. <laughs> Oh Christ! It was number three. Nephew <laughs> Pirate, step forward. Beep. Right. Someone's um, going right. to see this. And go, oh, they spent four hours on the. Planet, they must so have forensically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, there was Love Douglas Adams just like. It was the car who. We spent more time me. discussing a fictional church group meeting. <laughs> <laughs> The weirdest group of people ever who want to listen to Weezy Crowley podcast and I'm so proud. (laughs) Oh god, I think you're gonna have a stroke. Jesus Christ. Okay. The travelator yet? Are we at the travelator? Good God, no. Let's get the travelator, please. (laughs) (laughs) We've barely got to by Douglas Adams, right? um, Right, um, Mr. Fibberty tells the captain that they're all out of the jumpy mineral that they need to kind of get through to the next planet, and um, they they might have to stay where they are. They might have to just uh, this might be that this might oh, be no. it for them. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, so the doctor and the doctor and Kemus at this stage have filled the uh, guard by just walking behind them, really, and getting into the car and fucking yeah. off. They're flying around yeah. in the car, and like you say, Paul, it seems to have two settings: fly or fall out of the sky, basically. <laughs> It's yeah. really careful. How yeah, you turn. It's one of the two, isn't it? You know, yeah. It's the same one as the Hindenburg. Yeah, yeah, basically. And so, so um, and he talked to. It's either, it's either arrive or death. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's telly driver. Yeah, it's telly driver. It's just a la 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 with his hands. Which, if you did it in a real car, you'd kill everything. La 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 la. And then uh, he's Kemus has given it all. The, I would, like it, uh, you have to admire the doctor's fucking patience because I would have driven into a fucking cliff if I was with Kemus in the car. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I feel so free up here. Yeah, it's just like, do you want to fucking take a pill and just kiss? Um, it's a, <laughs> he's um, so it's meant to make him sound all hippie and cool, and you just know that cunt voted for Brexit. You know it. <laughs> you reminded me of the Young Ones episode Time with the groovy night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have flowers on the end of my lance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they uh, they see the mines because uh, I, I, at this point you're sort of going, oh, they're going to rescue. Kemus has obviously said, oh, that's where the that's where the main guy is. So mm. let's fly mm. up there and fuck his shit up. And then they see the mines and they go, oh, let's go there instead. It's like they've just. So you're going. It's like if you're. If, like, if, your, if your friend was kidnapped and you they went, oh, they're in Somerset. Right, let's go and get them. Oh, look, Stonehenge. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wouldn't stop. So yeah. off they go to, to they go to the mines now, and because yeah. the doctor wants to investigate, yeah. uh, and so uh, Romana is in the is up on the bridge with uh, the captain and Fibbly and all of them, and the nurse she starts talking about the TARDIS, how they travel in time, and um, the nurse. The captain's nurse, who hasn't really featured, it's just been there, Ooh, starts to serious. get a little bit more. Mm. She starts to get a little bit more chatty and blah blah. And she's interested in the tide because the captain says, "Right, fucking kill her." And the nurse goes, "I don't think that's a good idea. Hold on for a bit." So you kind of think, "Oh, what's her? What's her thing?" Mm. Um, so back down on the ground, the doctor uses a hairpin to break into the cave. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
which uh, yep yeah, oh absolutely yeah i love all that uh, and then romana finds out a uh, about through conversation about a massive they have a massive dematerialization you know i'm going to say dematerialization yeah, yeah, yeah. circuit mm. uh like the tardis has and so she's like oh what's up with that but it's broken so then in the caves the doctor and chemus get to the acceleration corridor uh, which, oh, my favourite, favourite, yes. favourite thing that so this wanker fun, had to do <laughs> on the spot. Oh, I, was, I watched it about seven times. I just thought, <laughs> look at him, look at him. Oh, it's just, oh, fucking three it's years like of drama school for this. suddenly decided to put a Benny Hill chase in the yeah. middle. I want to yeah. ask a logistical question. If you, if, you had, if you saw someone at the other end of that you didn't like, would yeah. you <laughs> be able to just poke your bum in and do a fart? <laughs> I'm... I would get my tits out and piss into it and pull the thing to fire hot jets of fucking wee into that guy's eyes. That's what Imagine that's if Ian Lavender got it, he could take a run up. <laughs> You're never going to get my soul. Well, you know, <laughs> Ian Lavender speeding towards you with a well-oiled arm. <laughs> Hello. Can you smell lavender really quick? <laughs> Because the thing we didn't discuss earlier about the Hello Goodbye Man is that we smell him. We smell him approaching for seven hours. They're really long episodes. Seven hours of smelling lavender. And then at the end, he just says, Hello, rips your fucking soul at your bum and kisses off. In his cliff car. Oh, the drums off a cliff. <laughs> in fact, when he's doing it, he, it's seven hours of him waiting to turn up, and when he's pulling it out, it's over the credits. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way you could get it made, so you didn't yeah. see any of the graphic detail. It was yeah, all the credits. It's, it's, it's you have been watching. It's all just weeping it wink, at the screen, except for the kids. It's just stills of pink kids' faces screaming. <laughs> <You've been watching>. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of... You have been watching. Instead of that, it says, if seen, please call this one. <laughs> just says, in memoriam. It's just, the credits are just a load of missing kids. <laughs> well, credits of missing kids is back on BBC One now. Ah, Vicar, I see the missing kids are here. <laughs> have you met the parents' nephew? Have you met the man with dicks with nipples? Hello. Very friendly. Hello. I, I won't shake your hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, they're in the acceleration chamber. And oh, he's got cops for fingers. <laughs> Could you put a glove on? No. Uh, no. <laughs> do the cocks piss as well for his fingers? <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, like, yes, it's like fountains. Yes. It's like beautiful. If you do it in the sunlight, it looks beautiful. Um, it's a, Ornate country manor sprinkler. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> oh, parents of missing kids, come in and sit down. Just <laughs> Is there any more information? We think so. Um, so, because um, it's an acceleration chamber. I met nephew of Parrot. I just keep visual. No, I won't go into it. Let's carry on. We're going to be here forever. What I'll say is, we are oh. two hours in. We're two hours in from when we initially were going to start recording. <laughs> You're two hours in from when you asked me to keep it brief. And now it's. <laughs> now. So, yeah. They're in the acceleration chamber, and because the acceleration chamber looks amazing fun, 
Doctor Who tells Keepers to stand outside and we just fucking punch the air. We clap and go, give that no man no fun in his life. Right. So he has to stand outside and he zooms off uh, and the doc- f- um, imagine that's forever. how Tom feels when he leaves the coach and horses. Just like suddenly the whole world rushes at him really <laughs> suddenly. And yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine that's the speed Tom gets to the coach and horses. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you had that, like 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 you would say, you, one would stand on the other end and the other one would just like gently feed a tuna fish sandwich in and the other guy would be open with his mouth open. So much fun you'd have. Mm. You could rent it for your honeymoon and the wife flies oh. there legs akimbo and you go to the other end full <laughs> <laughs> speed. Woo! Be brilliant. How yeah, is she? They died. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? A man went through her. <laughs> <laughs> budge up, budge up, hello widower. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> So Doctor Who zooms off down the corridor and kind of yeah. looks a bit scared, but it's always he's all right. Uh, and then the uh, Romana tells I, I've, I've got it written down. Romana tells the Doctor about the Doctor, but I assume it's the Captain. Uh, Romana tells the Captain about the Doctor, and he he sends two guards. He says, "Search the planet for the Doctor." Yeah, search the entire search planet. The, search the planet. Where should I start? Ibiza? You know me. It's like, um, so, um, but that and then cue a brilliant Tom Baker entrance because as they as the thing is coming up, the door's lifting. He slides in under it between them and he's he's in his usual hello hello um so then they all chat about various things and doctor says hello (laughs) hello Hello. can you hear knocking yes yeah let me out let me out just gonna go and see what that is don't say that hello (laughs) 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 it's time to change the bowl (laughs) so we we should say that Johnny does all of his podcasts from inside a coffin. <laughs> Sorry. Was it Herbie? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on now? It's Gigi. And I said... I, I, What's she I doing? I said to her, Gigi, she, yeah, I said, What's that? She was, I'm just banging something off the wall. But that's kind of her... That's enough for her. That's enough for her. I'll just get down to her to stop. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> what? That's amazing. Are you going to go upstairs and do a podcast? Yeah. Right. I'm going to repeatedly, I'm going to repeatedly hit the radiator with a toffee hammer. Oh How is this going to be? What's happening again? What's happening? This entire podcast has gone too meta. I think this is being written by Nigel Neal. Spike Milligan wrote this, didn't he? How will this Oh, please, please let him come back and then it starts knocking again. <laughs> it would just, just be so funny. Also, also, just at one minute now, I'm just expecting Tom to go. Oh, sorry, the Grand Nationals just coming through the kitchen. <laughs> putting, putting up a picture. So, um, oh. putting up a picture. She's putting up a hundred pictures. <laughs> Hundred tiny card, baseball <laughs> card pictures. Sounds like she was hammering fucking stamps onto an elephant. Yeah, it's just. Do you, know when, do you know the last time she put a picture up? Because I fucking don't. And it's like... <laughs> I think that would be the perfect time to start hammering away once we... Husband's upstairs doing a I don't think very I important podcast. I don't think I've laughed as much in years. Fucking hell. Well, once I've finished doing this, I'm just going to take the drums down to the cellar. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is like how they call Anne Frank. <laughs> The Nazis are here. Oh, just put up some pictures. 
<laughs> and Johnny's wife is here. She says she's going to brighten the place up a bit. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so. Right. Uh, uh, the family of Anne Frank, please come <laughs> join us. They Have you met you know. your parent? <laughs> Hello. Stay away from the bloke with a weird bra, though, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Have you met the man with um, Dicks for Nipples? Yeah, I think... I think <laughs> Hello! Mr Dicks for Nipples, I think you've had enough water now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, through me. Um, oh, I see you bought tort. Lovely. No, don't touch the tort. Oh. <laughs> Do you want some... Not now. Is this man has penis for fingers? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that family of Anne Frank. <laughs> oh, God. So, would you like to sit in Herbie? <laughs> Gabriel Byrne. Yep. Um, <laughs> why is he dressed as a June buggy? We can't. We can't. <laughs> don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> well, he'd be a limousine, really. But it's why nice. is he dressed like a June buggy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, let's not take any deep breaths. Deep breaths. Why does he have dicks? Hang on, we need to get John back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> edit point, edit point. <laughs> everything's, I think everything from, uh, you know, we begin on a planet from, is an edit point. From an point. hour and 40 minutes ago. Everything from an hour and 40 minutes ago is unusable. <laughs> why, why are they... Why are they <laughs> oh, no. Why are they right. invited the man with... Dicks for home. <laughs> it's one of the guards in it. He's got the... No, it's not. His uncle was one of the guards. Yeah. That's right, his uncle. All oh, right, so he's also kept that moniker going. The same strange hereditary <laughs> condition <laughs> yeah. that gets you the big jobs. He's a bank manager. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jim Barclays at the moment. You have to go to his office now for a while. His uncle was in show business. Yeah. He, he's Don't ask him to count it out your cash, though. Whatever you do. You should see him when he gets to the cash point trying to thump his cop fingers onto the right digits. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I've done it wrong again. <laughs> oh, yeah, on purpose. Do you want to put your pin in? Do I? Right. Um, oh, God. God, right. right. Okay. Oh. So, meanwhile, in episode two... Oh, God. Oh, no, this is... In episode two of Forever, um, the Doctor has... I assume told the captain he can probably fit it. He can probably fit the dematerialization circuit. So yeah. get down to an actual real life power plant, which I love all this. I, I like it when they go, you know, because they could have just built some boxes and gone, oh, it's a wibble bazaar. But they mm. sent them to a nuclear power plant where they all probably, that's probably why, anyway. So apparently, um, apparently they did film in a real nuclear power station and they were all really nervous about filming there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Pussies. But, um, John is just Ignore John, he's fine, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Have you he's always had fine. have you always had cocks for, for nipples? No no. We filmed no, 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 no. a power plant. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it happened. <laughs> oh I did the same take twenty times, running up there. I went into that nuclear power plant with beautiful fingers and I came out with ten cocks. <laughs> I think that's what's called a Chernobyl fallout. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get the visual image out of my mind of Anne Frank's family <laughs> objecting to Mary Cox for fingers touching the tart. <laughs> right. I want everything edited out of this podcast other than that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he says you have cocked fingers. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure whose family should be more upset. The family of the Cockman or the family of the Anne Franks. It's just... Yeah. Oh. Oh, sorry, sorry. Mm. Oh, right. Um, right. So, 
They're in the cave, or they? They're, where are they? They're now? in a they're in a real life nuclear power plant, which I think Very was also good. used in um, Blake Seven. Uh, oh, nice. uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor works out it's actually quite serious. Things are, things are bad, and uh, that this is a. Uh, I don't know what he works out from the, how he does that, but I'll bear with him. Uh, and he tricks the captain into letting him and Amanda go to the TARDIS with some guards because he says he can, mm. you know, he needs some stuff. Um, yeah, that's just stupid, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, and the guards take them away. Tom's, oh yeah, Tom's wound. That's one thing I noticed in this scene. Tom's wound seems to sort of get better and worse uh, each take. Yeah. It's like at some point you can still see the dog hanging off his face, and then the rest of the time it's actually cured. Um, yeah. that, sort then, of, that surely denotes that in between takes he's being slapped or hit by someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it again. He's doing that <laughs> trick again. He's got another sausage in his mouth. Yeah. That's not a sausage. <laughs> Get your finger out of there. <laughs> so, no. ex- excitingly, yeah. it looks like Chemus might be killed now, which is brilliant. Yes. But then the doctor turns up and ruins it because um, doesn't it? Isn't that the bit there where he gets the he, he flies the two guards down the. Uh, down yes. the thing into the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good fun. That's a lot so, of fun. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. That's that's fantastic. Uh, he's quite bloodthirsty in this. He gets a bit. He get like he, I assume those guards are dead. Um, oh, well, don't they that... just like they wheeze? Don't they just go like oh? And it's meant to be oh, they? Not oh, injured, okay. I think, but not not mm. dead. Hopefully. Yeah, his his attitude to life changes a lot towards the end. Uh, but um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Mula. Oh God, Mula and Canine uh, find mm. the Mentiad's lair. Which is a room, basically. And yeah. Lula enters like she's never seen a room or indeed entered one before. She, just, <laughs> she walks in as if she goes, What the fuck? And you go, Four walls and a ceiling, Lula. It's, yeah. you know, um, it's got this weird flashing light in there all the time. And I always thought, Oh, that's going to be part of. No, no. It's no. just got nothing no, to do with it. Yeah. Oh, that would drive weird, sort of like... Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anyway, can we um, get to end of episode two and then we'll We're nearly skip there. three? We're nearly there. <laughs> four, yeah? yeah. The page I'm on actually yeah. at the bottom says end of part two. So I'm going to. Oh, okay. wow. Let's yeah. see. Where are we now? It's 15.01. I'm going to get there by 15.02. Here we go. Um, so uh, it's a room. Mula enters. The Doctor and Chemus and Romana uh, go into the mine and Chemus knows a lot. He knows a lot about lift shafts because, of course, he fucking does. He's um, he's they get he walks in. He goes, "Isn't it something stupidly Doctor Who-ish?" Like he goes, "Oh, lift shafts are forbidden," or something, or the penalty. Oh yeah, yeah. lift shafts, yeah. telescopes, yeah. everything's forbidden. forbidden. Um, finger cocks? No, that's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> allowable. That's the law. Uh, the, the, the captain flips out uh, because the doctor's escaping he loses it and he sends his guards to kill them in the mines. Yeah. Uh, in the mines, which is a lovely location because it's actually caves I love like, mm. you know it's just so much better when they use cave for a cave um, yeah. like, you, know, <laughs> in, you know in Air Avenger the Cyber moment they go down to uh, they go down to Voga and it's all in caves and stuff like that it actually feels love like it. you could do yourself some damage um, in the mind it's just lovely location Chemus is tragically alive uh, the doctor realises <laughs> the centre of the planet is hollow uh, the planet <gasps> and works out from this, that the planet jumps through space, mining other planets and killing the population, even the people on Bandragenus Five. And um, oh no! Basically, they leave through the they grab around you like a fist, is what he says. Uh, Kibus suddenly cares about. <laughs> <it. laughs> we know that that's happened before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's three feet inside a child. Um, 
Chemus suddenly cares about all the other planets and vows to avenge them because mm. of, because of everything has to be about him is what I wrote he just gets really angry <laughs> it's been like somebody saying to me Johnny uh, there was a planet a million years ago in another mm. galaxy that was blown up by a baddie I would just I'd probably hurt myself shrugging you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this guy is just like oh fuck them up so um, the guards turn up and the mm. gunfight it's hard to tell um, they're just like pew Pew. And like you say, it's random little things of light nowhere near the shot. Yeah, yeah. Not sumas at them. Do not just make them easy peelers. Yeah. Please come and have sex with us. Cementia. Don't look at my hands. Have a little bit of sex. Um, being chased, so they, they get chased into the caves where they meet a mentiad, played mm. by an actor who used to be a baby. Um, <laughs> and then he says, Doctor, we have come for you. And, and I've then there's come a crash zoom. Yeah, crash zoom. <laughs> Big up on Doctor Who's face, end of part two. Yeah. And, What's the uh, one thing you want to do on his face when he's got a massive scar on his lip? It's just a massive crash <laughs> zoom on that. Yeah. 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 And this so explains this why, why the wound keeps getting worse with all the crash zooms. <laughs> they literally <laughs> smash the camera into his face. <laughs> Tom, fucking home's just healing. Yeah, we're filming a big close-up on Tuesday, okay? All right, so what are you doing Monday? I'm going for a drink at Crufts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get fucked and go to Battersea. All right. All right, all right. As long as nothing happens, Tom. <laughs> what are you? Why are you wiping pisto all over your mouth? Fuck off. <laughs> why are you dressed as some whorish cat? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. part three. Part three. Make it fucking quick. Here we go, part three. Part four. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Part three. Pralix and the Mentiads make a force wall. So they can't. So they're not not needed really, if because the, the blokes have been shooting at them for like three or four days and they've not managed to hit a fucking thing. It looked thing. like they made a uh, sort of mini fountain of angel delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Mm. Back seventies, and uh, they we've take won, the doctor. We've won the church back now. They're, they're enjoying it. <laughs> mm. Good. They're all sitting yeah. there. They're all sitting there smiling at each other. Just going, oh, this is nice. This, this is, is nice now. And then, and then after that, for some reason, it cuts back to the bridge, and the captain's all mental. And for some reason, Mister, um, uh, what's he called, Mister Fibuli, is yeah. cleaning the captain's finger, and it's really upsetting to watch. Yeah. Why would you well, clean you the captain's what's finger? What's he been doing with it up till then? It's, it's like well, you cl- cleaning you his finger. Well, clean up your own mess. Okay, and he starts cleaning his finger. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that, yeah, that that was, yeah, that's upsetting. Um, Horrible. So they they're all back at the gaff. They were canine and Mueller and all of those people. And the Mentiads tell of an old evil queen Xantia who ruled the pl- who wrecked the planet, destroyed mm. it, and and all was lost. Under the captain, way back when, crash landed uh, and ah, took over, yeah. making Some them plots. all rich. Some plots so happening. there we go. So what's happened there? Is we finally got a little bit of advancement of the plot, yes, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. um, and they all go, all oh, right. And uh, it, in 1978, a load of school kids went, oh, fucking hell, cool, right? So, <laughs> oh, look at that really cool old lady alone in the room. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. this is so cool. Yeah, oh, God, I wish it was action skill. This. this is rad and skill. <laughs> when we play Doctor Who on legs. Monday, I want to be her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, oh, and the, the Mentiads, the, the explanation for the Mentiads is pretty good. I like that, that basically mm. um, they're, they, they're all the psychic fucking juice that gets released when all those people die have created them sort of thing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that's all right. So, I'll, yeah. Um, so the nurse, again, is perking up a bit and sort of is being a bit more involved in the plot. And then Mr. Fibbly uh, goes off to find some crystals. Um, uh, the, doctor, the doctor tries the same distraction with the sweets again, but the sex man as wise to this <laughs> captured well you um, can't pick him up unless he has an erection <laughs> <laughs> well think about it if you've got soft flaccid penis fingers yeah. you're trying to yeah. I am <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to pick up a licorice comfort you can't do it no you need to get them erect forget about the sexual <laughs> based <laughs> notion and then pick up your sweets and eat them so to arrest somebody, they see somebody committing a crime and they've got to watch five minutes of Pornhub until they can fucking yeah. stop <laughs> Until they can collar them. Yeah, you're under arrest in a minute. Um, Fire that gun! I can't, I'm soft. Oh, God. Think about the Queen. <laughs> Young Queen, Old Queen. Because I've been thinking about Old Queen and this is where the problem lies. <laughs> Right, so uh, they, I, I've just got—I don't know what scene or anything this is in. I just have it written there. They have enough P, PJ X one eight to jump to yes. Earth. I, was, I assume Mr. Fibbly saying this. Is the Terran planet. The Terran planet. planet in Soul the the Terran planet. Yeah, we don't know it's Earth yet. They just go Terran well, planet. Of course, X one eight is the previous name for uh, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew that it was Earth before, even before I saw this. When he said Terra, because um, at one point Tom Baker tells Sarah Jane in another story that um, Earth's called Terra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says that out of nowhere. Yeah. Just mm. Earth's called Terra. And she's and like, that's what? why um, the the Zygons take over the Earth in Terror of the Zygons. That's that's what it means, right? Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Tired, Tell Sarah Jane that, which is of no consequence at all. With <laughs> <laughs> <even> Romana. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was his age. It was a mask of Mandragora or something like that. Yeah, anyway, um, so they're going to go to Earth. They're going to fuck it up and um, get all the minerals. Um, yeah. And uh, and the nurse says, "We're going to go to Earth, Mister Fibbly, and fuck it up." <laughs> Bruce, do you mind sticking to the script? Yes, I do. I do mind. <laughs> So um, the nurse says the objective will soon be reached. I love all that kind of Doctor Who talk when people mm, say things like that it fun. begins, all that mm. shit. Um, so K9 steals an air car and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so much fun. I love that. I love, love it so that. much. Mm. Brilliant. Um, in the book, in the really, in the really big thick book that he wrote, there's an entire chapter. He picks up loads of whores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No wonder he ran out of batteries. <laughs> My nose has been going like the clappers. <laughs> Master, my red lipstick needs charging. <laughs> oh, God. Come in, canine's daughter. We're oh. all just getting to the bit. <laughs> budge up, budge up, everybody. Um, oh. So, the doctor needles the captain into showing him the remains of the planets he's destroyed in his little gallery of destroyed planets and they're held suspended by massive power and yeah. it would be a black hole if it collapsed or something yeah, yeah black hole of course black hole doctor's mm. really cross there's a big bit of acting here Tom uh, in, this uh, is in, really in, good yeah Tom for the first yeah. time gets a bit you can't do this this is really morally wrong and awful and yeah. horrible and I will not yeah, let yeah. this happen and you go it's so lovely when he dips out of the clownish act and just yeah. gets very serious mm. this is Absolutely. really good appreciate it appreciate it it's very good yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good he genuinely looks furious and scared mm. and he's like yeah. ah, it's so nice when you can suddenly remember that that's what Doctor Who should do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember back in um, back in the nineteen eighties, there was I think it was the B- yeah it would have been the sixtieth anniversary of the BBC, and um, there was a night of it on on one Saturday night. They had the sixtieth anniversary of the BBC, mm. and I, I fucking I fucking stayed up. Mm. I, I sat through all this. 
because I knew there was going to be a bit of Doctor Who. And I was really excited. I thought, oh, they'll probably do... No, Doctor Who, they'll probably give a good hour to it. They showed 30 seconds of fucking clips, right? <laughs> and But as part of it, it was this where he goes, what, the bit where he screams, what's it for? And he kind of goes, oh, that looks amazing, but the rest of it didn't. It was, I think they had it. They, I think the clips they chose were deliberately a bit shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. yeah, so it's like so anyway. So the Mentiads at the in meanwhile, well, the Doctor's getting cranky with the the pirate, the captain. Um, mm. The Mentiads on foot, good God, are heading very slowly towards the base, <laughs> just strolling. Chemus uh, is uh, oh yeah, Chemus is awake now. So I threw my mm. shoe at the telly because oh, <laughs> I hate him. Um, the Doctor realised they have a psychic power cancelling machine, uh, mm. and they're going to use it Brilliant. on the. Um, on the Mentiads, and the captain sets the parrot on Chemus, but fucking K9 gets involved, and they get into a fight. Uh, Dog parrot, parrot fight. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Now, on paper, you think that's going to be fucking brilliant. And, uh, and, no, uh, no, I, I really disagree with you, Johnny. <laughs> on paper, that fucking awful. Yeah. And they go with it. <laughs> you know, the only thing that would improve this page, a match. Um, yeah. <laughs> So the parrot sort of drops piss everywhere and canine flies about. <laughs> Even as a child, it used to annoy me that canine's laser, laser would come out at angles. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. yeah. It always yeah. the wrong angle, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's like he's got a blunderbuss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, unfortunately, males sometimes have a pubic hair over their um, opening and, the, and your wee goes the wrong way. <laughs> and that's exactly what canine's got. <laughs> come in. Come in, nephew of all males. Um, <laughs> Just oh, hang on, we can't have another nephew. <laughs> gonna, can we make it the second mention, cousin of all males? Could it be son second of cousin. Adam from Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> Sit Come down. in, son of Adam. I just hope he doesn't bring up the pubic hair. He won't talk about that. Um, right. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, so the Doctor and Chemus find a knackered old queen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's been playing the captain. Um, no, uh, <laughs> Doctor, the Fanagro Queen Xantia held in stasis by some time dams. And again, I'm getting all excited there. I'm kind of going, oh, time yeah. dams and fucking stasis. Bring it. Come on. Um, I'm getting excited, but I'm also get, simultaneously getting confused now by, oh, yeah. right, so now there's a woman with time dams and, the thing, and, mm. and you're going to planets and, it, and I'm getting a bit like, uh, with it yeah. all. Uh, you see, nothing really happens in episode one. Episode, no. two, <laughs> episode, two, episode two sort of like wobbles along there a bit and the yeah. development. Episode three, you get all this information fucked at you and you're going, what? <laughs> this? Yeah. There's an old lady sitting there. Nobody's giving her a cup of tea. You don't know she's a baddie or anything like that. No. Just, anyway, so she's and she's actually played by an actress who has or will die. Um, <laughs> so look her up. Uh, yeah. Canine comes, <laughs> comes in with the dead parrot. And yeah. uh, the Doctor sends K9 and Chemus to sabotage the engines. Off again. Yeah. Um, then the, the Doctor then gives the dead parrot to the Captain. And um, the Captain's very upset. I felt for the Captain there. You know when, when yeah. he sort of is, he's upset? I saw him, oh, bless him. That's the first time he saw... Well, it's not. He's, he's been a bit quiet earlier. But he's he says he's pining for the fjords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> So he's all upset, and so he decides he's going to make the Doctor walk the plank. Now, yep. this is a good and bad cliffhanger, uh, because um, do you remember in Genesis of the Daleks, um, there's a bit where, and in Planet of Evil, there's a bit where people fall off things. Sarah falls off a big um, 
scaffolding, scaffolding yeah. next to a rocket. Yeah, she falls up and they freeze frame. They stop it mm. as she falls. And then Very in exciting. Planet of Evil, he falls into a big pool of antimatter and they freeze frame as he's falling. And you go, oh, and a big scream of the theme tune coming in. If yeah. they'd done that here, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, that's fuck it. He's gone. He's fallen off that thing. Whereas yeah. he falls off. Uh, and it looks like he's falling from a good height, but then they all just turn around and have a little chuckle. <laughs> then yeah. it just kind of go, yeah, I don't know. And I automatically so, assume that he probably fell into a sky car or something, and then he'd come yeah. up and you'd be like, ah. Yeah. But no, what's happened is even more bafflingly insane because there's no yeah. reason well, for this bit to Well, it makes sense. It makes sense when you're flying, it? but, but it's not at the time. But um, when you're flying, <laughs> oh, right, okay. that's fine. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But forty-three years later, yeah, 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 it makes perfect sense. <laughs> but um, so that's the end of part Please three. Welcome in the concept of time. You can sit. Down <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be talking about my grandfather's Why the slash grandson? World here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a group of Germans sat in Herbie. They don't look very happy. <laughs> they ruined our tort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Part four, right. quick, go! That was end of part hey. three. So there we get yeah, to part hey. four. Quick. So, the doctor is alive. And he's oh. When's the end? Well, yeah, well, yeah the end. We all decide to give up and hand him some cash. Um, yeah. The doctor, he's... He's been using a hologram projector, which I presumably he found in the Queen's um, bedroom. And mm. it's also what makes the nurse, this hologram projector, except she's really nearly fully corporeal and can't yes. be turned off. Oh, fuck, you know. Oh, yeah. And this is, when, this is when you notice that the nurse herself isn't too bad looking. And she was, you know, she's, she's quite an attractive lady. Um, uh, then the Mentiads mind fuck the door open and yeah. they <laughs> drop rocks on the garage. Which Romana says is very impressive, the bloodthirsty sexy bitch. I like um, the way the guards fall down dead before the rocks hit them. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's, yeah, that's, and, how, and the way that's the, how rocks work there. Yeah. They also work by having very light density and just rolling off you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but both guards literally fall to the floor and then about one second after one rock hits yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, ro- rocks, dead. you'll have to sit at the back in the pews. <laughs> Have they got to granddad's bit yet? No, they're sending really So, turns out, the good thing about these bits is, as I went through it, I got lazier. So, I've only, no. I've only got about three pages on this. Um, All right. The nurse, the nurse is... No, the, you should see the rest of it. It's like a fucking novel. Right, so... Nurse, yeah, it's like turns out the nurse read through the fucking book of Kells. <laughs> got to colour it in. Um, the nurse is Xantia. <laughs> Uh, and she says she, she's going to live forever, which the doctor uh, mocks and she smacks him across the mouth, which is kind of horny. Yeah, and he goes, um, oh, my dog bite. Tom, you're Tom explains, or the doctor explains that there's not enough power in the universe to keep the queen alive. Uh, she then demonstrates how she controls the captain. She can turn him on and off. Uh, and she orders that they now jump to Earth. And the doctor's horrified. Um, Fibbity explains that while his machine is running, the Mentiad's power won't work. And the doctor legs it because he's obviously going to turn it off. Yeah. Uh, he hooks up with Romana and the Mentiads and unfortunately Chemus, but they tell him to go away again and head to the engineer. They do. They literally say to Chemus, "That's it's brilliant. It's like a school reunion where everybody turns up and Chemus and they go, yeah, you could probably go to another pub. Okay. So, <laughs> bye, Chemus. They find K9 and they pair him up because he's all out of juice. Uh, oh, he's all sad, isn't horse. he? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> maybe Chemus would want to go and hang out with his nan. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> oh my word. 
Okay, that's the third. Come in, come in, Pons. Come in, Pons. Just budge up, budge up. The Pons are going to sit over there. Have they Just got sit on the rock. Sit on the rock. <laughs> yeah. Get so, Herbie's boot. <laughs> um, so the pairing. This tort has an STD. What's <laughs> got interesting flavour? They're, they're very bolshy, and Frank's family, aren't they? Well, yeah, they come with a lovely tort, and it's covered in knob grease. Well. <laughs> And let's be honest, they've been through a lot, John. Yeah. Out of all of our fictional guests, they really do have quite a strong backstory. <laughs> God. They find K9 and they pair him up and he interferes hey. with the power blocker for the, so the Mentians get all the powers back. Yay. Uh, the so, oh, the soldiers smack into a wall so maybe they don't do that twice so that's when that happens. They, yeah. they smack and the soldiers into the wall the then. Wall. Nice. And then the captain just uh, fucking decides to destroy everything. Right? So, um, Chemus turns up uh, and Prelix tells him <laughs> to shoot to, to shut up so off he fucks yeah Kemus just there's a few scenes where Kemus just wanders in and people tell him to go away again which if I'd written, uh, uh, I wouldn't change a thing except there'll be more of those uh, mm. in the TARDIS uh, they plan to materialise at the same part of time as Zanak to block the planet uh, surrounding the earth yeah, it's very doc. technical. This is lo- lots of sci-fi battle, which I love. There really is, no, yeah, because, yeah. The, because his precursor, um, um, obviously, Pertwee would have always reversed the polarity of the neutron flow. Mm. Always, yeah. mm. where the yeah. Doctor does. He's got some really big, chunky lines of madness to try and remember and say. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, really yeah. good. I really like this when Doctor gets sciency. Yeah, yeah, and he gets proper sciency. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic. So the Doctor communi- uh, communicates with Prelix uh, mentally, and Romana turns off the force field of the TARDIS. No. I thought this bit was genuinely quite tense. I thought it was good. I, I was kind of going, oh, this is, you know, they've got not much. They've got a camera and a shitty little TARDIS set. Mm, and they're, yeah. managing, they're managing to sell it to me that bad stuff is happening. You know what I mean? Because um, Romana's, I think it's Romana who sells it because she genuinely is worried that it's she's all going to explode. Yeah, yeah she's very, yes. very good. Very this is why yeah. I have to do Paul McKenna some vandalism. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. And so you see, you see, Prelix's big face and Tom Baker's big scarred yeah. face, and um, <laughs> and you do sort of go. There's a lot of Doctor Who. Uh, I think this is how you know if you're a fan. It's there's a lot of Doctor Who where it's happening, and you get you go, okay. You know what I mean? You just, you just have to accept that this <laughs> yeah, is what's yeah, on the yeah. television, and if yes. you don't, you're going to turn over. But most of us just go, all right, and it just we just carry on. So. Exactly. Um, so they mind they they psychically fuck a spanner at a machine yeah. which blows up. <laughs> That's so yeah. brilliant. Just immediately it's blows up. Fun, and yeah, there, yeah. there was the birth of the TV show Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but like in a, as in it has no structural integrity, the thing that they're hitting it with, it just immediately explodes. Yeah. You'd be yeah. worried to walk past it. You know? it's like, it. It could be just as effective if you just passed a kitten in front of it. <laughs> It's like the end of Chernobyl. Kaboom! Yeah. Yeah. What's happened to the machine? Oh, I thought about it yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I haven't touched it for a week, so it killed itself. Oh. And there are 13 more machines like that operating just yards from this inquest here on Califrax. <laughs> that explodes, which uh, feeds back and blows up the bridge. Yeah. So the bridge mm. is all smashed to pieces. And we get our second, just for Paul, TARDIS materialisation. Oh, is man. A, it's a lovely close-up of the TARDIS estate. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And then oh. they sort of muse. Dr. Dr. and Romana genuinely consider murdering Xantia. Um, <laughs> they, just, they just, you know, uh, and poor Mr. Fibbly, this is, this, is when, this is when I nearly switched off, poor Mr. Fibbly is dead. 
Right. He it's another like, um, a, a close friend of the of the villain is killed, and the villain sort of has a very emotional reaction and a very kind of personal reaction to it. Yeah. Second one in two stories. It's close yeah. yeah. And I actually, I actually, I won't, uh, I can't claim credit for this because I messaged Toby about half an hour before we came on and <laughs> said, "Am I reading too much into this? Am I really do doing this? this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, am I able to pretend to be dead and then ask somebody else?" Uh, they, they, um, <laughs> The, uh, I said, am I reading too much into it? Or is there a sort of a gay subtext to Mr. Fibberley and the captain and Toby? Mm. Or am I just thinking everybody's gay now? And he went, yeah. no, no, he said, there's definitely, um, definitely, that's that's there. And, he, and again, he mentioned uh, the robots operation with yeah, um, yeah. the graph. And I can't remember, Sharrock or something like that. Anyway, mm. that's quite a moving thing. And it's this, it's this, because it, he is a proper arc, the captain. Because it, you'd think to yourself, oh, he's just a blustering old cunt played by a bad actor. <laughs> And then you get to know, and you go, oh no, the baddie was pretending to be a blustery old gun, so Xantia wouldn't suspect his plot against her. Yeah. And um, played by a very good actor, so good. Um, mm. And um, so Romana works out, she, Romana clocks on to the captain's plan to kill Xantia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work, doctor works out that Califrax is the second segment of the key to time. Yeah. I remember, um, I remember being a bit confused by this when I was a young child because. Um, well, I mean a teenager. That's what I started buying the videos. But mm. I was a bit confused because I thought Calif- when he said Califrax is the second segment, I thought Califrax was the planet they were on. So uh, I thought, right, well, this is a yeah, bit yeah. grim. When it ends and they all wave them off, I thought they're going to now touch the tracer to this planet. <laughs> <and turn it. laughs> Which, considering the people who live there, I'd be fine with. Uh, but I mean, yeah. it's, um, but no, I it's do, Califrax. I do genuinely love a little bit. Which I just want to mention where, where, where um, in episode three, in, in four, where the uh, Doctor sees the captain's trophy room of all the planets that they've miniaturized and compressed into their basic. I yeah. love that bit so much. That, yeah. yeah, and and whether, and whether Doctor is so amazed about the amount of power that is being 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 able to sort of keep that going. So each tiny planet they've already conquered is just this miniature sort of totality of what it was. That's yeah. a brilliant idea. It's so, amazing. Yeah. It's a, I love. That. See, I think Douglas Adams on the whole mm. is. I think what he's brilliant at slash guilty at is really, 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 really brilliant sci-fi ideas. Yeah. Delivered sometimes badly, sometimes amazingly. Mm. And I yeah, would yeah, yeah. argue, well, we'll talk about scoring when we're scoring, but I would argue that he doesn't stick the landing, is that what the children say? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So, anyway, the doctor works out that Califrax is the second segment. Uh, the captain tries to kill Xantia, but mm-hmm. she gets him first and she goes, Die, yeah. you fool, die, which is yeah. just fucking proper Doctor Who. Excellent. Doctor, uh, but shoots her and she vanishes. Um, so I guess he's good for something uh, the doctor sends a canine <laughs> and a man back to the TARDIS and all the locals leg it outside oh yeah because he's going to it looks like he's going to this is a bit now this is a bit I had a problem with because this is his it is a far far better thing I do part right he's yeah. going yes. everybody get the fuck out All you, as far as you can go 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 and Roman and Kane I get into the TARDIS and close the fucking door right and he's off to do cool self-sacrificing stuff yes and then and then we think we're going to see him run around doing cool, dangerous things, but instead he just turns up at the TARDIS and says he's done them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, when they, a... when they blow up the bridge, so obviously yeah. to get rid of the entire operation, yeah. that entire race is now immediately poorer than they've ever been. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brutal. And have yeah. to finally get a fucking job and do something for once. All of yeah. them. Have to work yeah. out who's going to be the bin man, who's going to flip yeah. the burgers. <laughs> Who's going to become the boss? Can we be the bin man? No. <laughs> can no. we flip the burgers? Well, you can try. Well, we, we've got a cowboy, a Native American. <laughs> 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 
Buzz so, up, church, there's a few more coming in. Yeah, in he comes, in he comes. <laughs> so he's done, he says, I've done all that. And then he goes, uh, we're going to, uh, Califrax is already blipped into the vortex, so we'll chase that down and it's all going to be fine. So yeah. a bit later, they murder Queen Zantia, which is, mm. this is the bit where I'm thinking, if this was any other doctor, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, He would have banished or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what he would have done, because yeah. at the end of the day, she's just a very old lady who's a bit, she's a cunt, like she's done horrible things, but maybe he would wrap her in a time bubble, so she'd yeah, just experience just yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, and over and over and over again. Put her somewhere, but no. Yeah, and she die. just floats off through the vortex, just experiencing joy over and over mm-hmm. again. You go, that's it for her, she's fine. It'd be quite a Doctor who ending, but they just yeah. blow her up. They go, yeah. use your mental powers to press that fucking Penelope Pitstop plunger and, <laughs> and blow it all up. So they yeah. murder her, and she's de- seconds from death anyway, so I imagine he could have just turned off the time dams and let her age to death, but oh, no, yeah. blow her up. Um, and then Doctor gives them a smile and punches the air like his favourite song has just come on as the pills kick in. Uh, <laughs> it does end really abruptly, doesn't it's it? Like it's like the breakfast club. It's just, you know, Amanda just, Amanda just gives them this smile as if she's been chatting to them at the bus stop and her bus has turned up. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. by then, you know what I mean? But, um, and that is, motherfuckers, the end of the pirate planet. Yay! <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Fucking we got to, first of all, we got to score this motherfucker. Score it. And yes. it's got to be out of 100 watt Johnny's. I'm uh, sorry that that sentence sounded really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> out of what, Johnny? Yeah. Um, I think it should be out of a hundred finger cocks. Okay. <laughs> Who could have predicted that before we uh, before we started? No. It would have been a hundred Calliopraxes, and now yeah. here we are. This, is, we this are. is who we are now. <laughs> We've been on a journey, okay. everyone. We have. Yep. Yeah. Go go go. go oh, should Calvin. I go first? Yeah, it's um, your prerogative, right. sir. So I came. Okay, well, thank you. I came in. Um, I came in being pretty cynical about it, and uh, there's a lot. To, there's a lot to dislike. There's there's a, there's some fannying about going on in it, mm. but to be honest with you, its heart is absolutely in the right place. I think, and yeah. it's a it's a bit of fun, and it's you know, it's it's there is that scene with Tom saying "What's that for?" and all that kind of mm, thing, yeah. and I think I think. Mary Tam does some very heavy lifting in some scenes that you know yeah. to, to keep it all going. So I'm going to give it 65. Just to be, you know, I think that's a nice. It's, I'm not gone mad. Fingers. Six, 65 cock fingers. Hmm. Uh, Paul, you did the intro. Okay. Um, I just think if you took one element out of it, it would have been a lot better. You could have taken the queen out of it, and it would have been fine. Or you could have taken mm. the mentats out of it, and it would have been right, fine. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I agree. The idea already of this um, mad sort of like Shakespearean Falstaff mental pirate guy yet surrounded mm. by tech um, uh, um, putting his planet inside other planets and then mining them was enough for me I don't yeah. think I needed the whole there's an alien queen trying to what do what just live a bit longer okay fine yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's the only I sort of went it's slightly too many eggs ruining the pudding but um, Tom's really fun at points um, uh, Mary Tam's stunning mm. um, I, there's bits I love I, I adore the fact of, of, of Tom's jelly baby um, like a grenade that just makes <laughs> tiny moments just make me remember it more and more and more mm. um, the plot is it, I mean the, 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 it's really sciencey as well which is really weird for Doctor Who when it gets totally sciencey yet yeah. he's twinned with a pirate going from the blood. <laughs> it's just so incongruous, all of it. It makes no sense, but it's really terrifically good fun. It should have been two episodes, but I think it's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do you know what? Exactly with Johnny, I'm gonna just stay with 65. 65. 65, 65 willy fingers. Uh, 
John, is it John Rain? John Rain. Hello. Hello. Hi, John. Um, I agree with all of the above, uh, mm. but I think, as Paul rightly pointed out, this should have been a two-episode because nothing really happens till episode three. Mm. Mm. We're just furnishing a, a big room and then not actually moving in till the third episode. But that's a lot of Doctor Who, to be honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I didn't object to it. Uh, Mary mm. Tam's beautiful and I love her. Mm-hmm. And I still will have her. And <laughs> if there's Tam, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if 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 uh, Wix is still open on the way home, um, <laughs> come in, come in. They've just got back to Mary. <laughs> no, um, I, no, I, I I really enjoyed it as usual with the Tom one. Even the ones that are a bit rubbish are still really fun. Mm. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it fifty. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. That's respectable, I think. Yeah. And you are right, John. I think they, th- that sort of stuff does happen an awful lot in Doctor Who, but they cover it up a lot better. Mm. You know, yeah. episodes. Yeah, maybe beginning. that's what it was. Tom, sorry. Uh, right, I really like this. I and I think you can see a lot of the stuff that makes uh, Douglas Adams sort of such an engaging writer is all the you know. If anything, when a Doctor Who story has too many ideas, I always think that's better than it having too few. Um, mm. I really liked it. I think I'm going to give it eighty. Oh, Ooh, wow. Nice. So I, so it's done that very is, well. It's done yeah, very well. It's, so that's 65, uh, 65, 65 50, uh, 50, 50, higher than 50, 50 80, 80, 260. That's respectable. For the pi- oh. Very respectable indeed. 260 what, Tom? I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> Penis fingers. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Lovely. Yes. Right. Correspondence. 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 <laughs> Imagine if they predict all the stuff that we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ah, say that. Imagine. <laughs> Why didn't Herbie speak more? <laughs> Why did they know that? Right. Right, Surely Peru- if you smell in lavender. <laughs> <laughs> A quick lavender smell. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Go on. <laughs> Bobby Peru says, firstly, yeah. let's agree that Polyphase Avatron is mm. the best parrot name in history. Yep. Right. Love yep. this yep. episode for the nods to Hitchhikers, which Adams was working on at the same time. The doc says, don't panic, to Banagnosis. Uh, <laughs> similar to the planet Sangrenosis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Becky says, I'm I'm can, I just, <laughs> can I just disagree with Bobby Peru there mm. and say that yep. the best ne- parrot name is Nephew of Parrot? So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be said. Yeah. That Imagine is if the he best said that. <laughs> uh, Becky says, I always burst out laughing during K9 versus Robot Parrot Fight. Brilliant Definitely. stuff. And just when you think it can't get any more OTT, Tom goes all intense with the What's It For? Yay! Yeah. Love it. Love Brilliant. it so much. Uh, the Cryonoid podcast. Crinoid. Crinoid. Oh, Toby told me off about this last week. Do it wrong again. Sorry, Crinoid. Tom and Bruce Purchase indulge in a gruelling ham off. Mary Tam takes the month off. The Mentiads shamble about like an emo walking school bus. And the flying car sequences wouldn't pass muster on Rainbow. Needed more budget and some Daleks. Oh, Chris Williams says if you've ever wondered what Robocop would look like if he'd been played by Terry Scott (laughs) 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 or what would happen if a gang of S&M enthusiasts and some Harry Krishnas were paintballing in the Peak District (laughs) this one is for you (laughs) boom yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, Andrew F says Douglas mm. Adams was such a perfect fit for Doctor Who a great ideas man and the prism oh, sorry and the pirate planet is full of them love this mm. one also last year we finally got the target novelisation yeah oh, it lovely stuff uh, Peter Nimmo just says 
It's completely bonkers. My father, Derek, hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Burden says, Hitchhiker's Guide to Doctor Who kicks off with a lot of overacting and slowly gets more mental. As Bruce mm. Purchase eats the scenery, Tom tries to deliver Douglas Adams one-liners, realises he's being blown off the screen by the captain and explodes in the final scenes. I love it. <laughs> nice. uh, ben Thomas, so everyone mm. strap in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to say? Vi oh, Delmar. Hang on, I need to put a cagoule on because it's going to yeah. be <laughs> Vi Delmar, who played the aged queen Xanthia, yeah. demanded an extra fee to remove her false teeth for the yes. betterment <laughs> of her part. Oh. Rumours that Patrick Troughton used to demand that actresses move, remove no! their false teeth no! for the betterment no! of his part have been denied by family lawyers. No! No! <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know that Ben Thomas is a vicar. and uh, <laughs> he's, the one, he's the one conducting the thing in the church. Yeah, he's, mm. yeah. He's he was hosting Herbie's. the Event. <laughs> uh, Martin says the answer to life, the universe, and everything may not be 42. Oh, 40 who? Sorry. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, yeah. Nice. Socrates says, I saw this on first broadcast and has always <laughs> loved it. Criminally overlooked compared to City of Death or even Sharda. Full mm-hmm. of wit and imagination. Adams was a genius and we were lucky to have him. Mm, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Richard Wells says, shamefully, I've never seen the key to time, but I'm addressing it on Britbox, so thank you. Uh, Tim <laughs> wow, that's literally a man telling us he's doing admin. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's trying to be up to speed with the podcast, so thank yeah, you, Richard. Thank you. Uh, Tim Coleman says, very silly, lots of fun, and every name sounds like a headache remedy. <laughs> the True. polyphase Avatron's energy weapon discharges from under its tail, meaning it's effectively shitting on people. Hey, mm. that's it needs a said. big finish spin off where it teams up with the Robocat from Survival. <laughs> uh, Dave just Dave grab me by the menti ads it's only Douglas Adams first Doctor Who script brimming with big ideas some good one liners it's over the top and uh, overacted and utterly ridiculous mm. I can't decide if it's utter genius or utter shite appreciate it appreciate it I probably do Oh, that's nice very good. Uh, Coles. Love Pirate Planet. The idea is proper bonkers and Bruce's outfit is fucking incredible. If I if if I was a massive Rada shouty beast, it would be my signature cosplay. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, uh Andrew O'Neill says Mr. Fibidae looks like a young Carl Donnelly and has provided a <laughs> yeah, provided he does. picture where he does. Does it like a young Carl Donnelly? <laughs> <laughs> and Colour Horizon Review says <laughs> the blustering blowhard Gammony Captain is a clear prototype for Jeremy Clarkson which means the fawning sycophantic Mr. Fibulae is James May <laughs> down to the worried glances and nonce haircut oh, God. Wow. <laughs> wow he really thought about that yeah and also just some admin from last week um, mm. someone wrote in to say Matt Sutton wrote in to say fantastic show I don't want to be that guy uh-oh. And it was a great joke stroke niche reference by John. Yeah. But it was Monica Sellish, uh, not Steffi Grab, that was St- Steffi Graf that was stabbed while playing. Oh, right. And Toby okay. says, haha, no need to apologise. That's presumably why we all didn't get the joke. All right, Toby. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Jesus. I was really drunk in my defence. <laughs> what is beef with you, John? That's yeah. it's, it's been going on for months now. We, wow. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, John. Don't worry, Toby. Have some tort. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm fine, thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug, Johnny, before you go? Oh, fucking hell, no. Um, I just, <laughs> <laughs> That's been us. Johnny, 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 I've got a genuine question for you. Johnny, Johnny, mm. when you're writing Freestenders, do you desperately try mm. and like sneak in some little Doctor Who reference? Anything, like just anything Always a Doctor for your own amusement, or is it... 
No, it's always the, in there. Because I, I do watch them when I know you're writing them. Um, yeah. Because I don't like EastEnders. But when you're doing sure. it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to... Because I always think there's going to be a bit where suddenly the Queen Vic's called, like, the Queen of the Sycorax or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's, uh, there's, there's, oh, somehow there's two Solarians running the laundrette. I just think Johnny's going, <laughs> yeah. Johnny's going to sneak something in. Off the top of my head, there is a... There was in, in one of my first ones, there was a journalist called Sarah Jane Spilsbury. Uh, Brilliant. Oh, that's great. Sarah Jane Smith, obviously, is a journalist, and Tom Spilsbury was the editor of Doctor Who magazine. Oh, man. Oh. I love it. I love the so, fact that you are out there seeding <laughs> little tiny Doctor yeah. Who references and within the he England's wrote, most popular soap. And you wrote Dimensions in Time, didn't you? <laughs> it's getting like dimensions in time, I? but it's uh, he Tom Spilsbury wrote on Twitter, Fucking hell, have you seen? And he put up a photograph with the subtitles on, so it says Sarah Jane Spilsbury, and then Johnny Morris, who was another writer on it, went, Have you seen who's written it? And he got in touch with me, Tom, and he went, Did you mm. deliberately call somebody in EastEnders after me? And I was like, Yeah, and he was chuffed to pieces, so oh, um, oh, who wouldn't be? Happy. But then, and also, there's a bit where Mick and Danny Dyer's character and somebody mm. else, uh are playing football in the square with some kids and a yeah. grumpy woman looks out the window and goes, get in here, you said you'd unblock the toilet. Oh! Um, he goes, uh, Karen says it and then um, Mick, uh, uh, Mick says, turns around and says, when I say run, run. And they run away. Oh, oh, oh nice! So, yeah, there's loads. That and then I he went, can you smell lavender? Because <laughs> 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 he was in EastEnders for a bit. He was in EastEnders. Yeah, well, you know where he was fired. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they did have to hose just, down the green room. He Fortune motorbikes. I just want to say, just legally, Ian Lavender never ripped the soul out of a childhood. <laughs> and he wasn't fired from EastEnders. We must say he wasn't that fired now. from EastEnders. No. <laughs> I'll just like to clear that up. He's Sorry a lovely man, man, I'm sure. Sorry for any offence taken. He's, well, he's really annoyed because he was the first one in the church, wasn't he? In the <laughs> well, it only it only really remains at this stage because we have overrun considerably. But it's. Yeah. Um, Sneeze! I sneeze. And I, say, <laughs> I, I, ask, I always say the word that I do, yeah. Um, the wheels have really come um, up. You do, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fart. You don't want to hear that. Um, it, oh, it, uh, listen, um, let's have a big, massive fucking round of applause for Mr. Yeah. Johnny Campbell. Thank you so Thank much. You. So I've been Paul Litchfield. I've been John Rain. I've been Tom Neenan. I've been Johnny Candon. I've Yay. been the family of an oppressed woman <laughs> in the Nazi oh, attic. No. I'm a man with dicks for fingers. <laughs> beep, beep. I'm Ian Lavender. Um, I'm some rocks. Um, who, who I'm nephew of Parrot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all the male offspring children in the world. <laughs> Have I'm we missed the anyone? of time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to part two, three, four, five... Nine through to fifty-eight of Key to Time, and we'll be back with a new guest with episode three. And thank Stones you so much blood. for listening. Yeah, yes. Stones of Blood. Until okay. next time. Well done, everyone. Bye. Bye. From sad goodbyes with lots of tears, very often.
life And words you might use constantly Wouldn't it be wise to take the time To practice them along with me Sing hello, goodbye Hello, goodbye Hello, goodbye Hello, goodbye Thank you for my little time with you When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.